happy as hell. That is bona fide badass. Hit it, Maestro. Listen up, ass face. Ass, ass face. You're getting some ass. Yeah, baby. <laughs> 775-357-FANS or 775-376-EZEZ. everybody. Happy Taco Tuesday. Hope everybody had a better Monday than I did, except for the game last night. Went out, ate some food yesterday. Did not agree with me. I was sick. I barely even got to see. I saw the first few touchdowns, so that was good. Uh, But yes, the Cowboys did win last night on Monday Night Football, 41-14. to Wasn't even that close. Whoop that Philadelphia Eagle ass. Cowboys are now in sole possession of first place in the NFC East. And I am in a good mood about that. I'm in a bad mood about my head. My head hurts still for the last two days. And yesterday was not a very fun afternoon. And they stopped my HBO preview. How do you stop a free preview and you're showing all the episodes of the damn Sopranos and you stop with two seasons left? God dang it. But that's okay. We have lots of cool shit to get to on the show today, including mail, which I'm very excited about because somebody is calling me out on a stance I took yesterday, and I can't wait. I'm excited. So let's say some good mornings. Braddy Kid, first one here. Braddy Kid, I hope you have a wonderful day. And she has breaking news here. Hold on a second here. We got we, we have this. Ladies and gentlemen, can I please have your attention? I've just been handed an urgent and horrifying news story. And I need all of you to stop what you're doing and listen. Uh, Apple uh, Skittles are out and Lime is back. End of October. She says, this is my McRib is back moment. <laughs> no more Skittle bombs. Lime is back. Lime is back. Ah, yes, she almost got into a car accident the other day while throwing Skittles at other cars. Yes, uh, the Apple Skittles, the the Skittle bombs, which I had to take the bag away from her because she almost killed us in the damn car. But I'm very happy that she's getting her lime Skittles back. Jenny Lynn, who said, I was devastated when they switched those flavors so many years ago. I'm so happy about this news. Look at that. The ass family is working together giving good news each and every day. Douglas, good morning to you, my friend. He says, good morning, ass family. Straight fire, prepare your tacos, ass family. Dave Coe's ready. Dave Coe says, good morning. Can you smell my taco? Unfortunately, Dave Coe, all the way in Texas, I can. Iraz, good morning to you. She says, Dave Coe, I saw a sign on my way to work today that said it's Indian Taco Tuesday. It's Oklahoma. And thought about your love of tacos. I didn't know Indians ate tacos. That's pretty cool. Good for them. Uh, Derek. Uh, Good morning, happy hump day. No, Derek, Derek, you're ahead of yourself. Derek, today's Tuesday. It's only Tuesday, my man. I'm sorry. 
I wish it was Wednesday, too. In front says, Happy Taco Tuesday. Mark in Detroit says, Good morning, ass family. Hope you're all well. Much love. Dave Coe says, Wait, am I Indian? No, Dave Coe, you're jackass. Come on. C.D. Gaston, or Gatton. Good morning, asshats. What's up, C.D.? E. Uh, Doug says, They scored too many points, and I missed out on 120 bucks. I, I apologize. I'm sorry they went on the over. Uh, the Eagles scored 21. They shouldn't have. They shouldn't have. That's bullshit. They, and they took a ca- touchdown away from the Cowboys. Dak scored. He was over the goddamn line. I saw it. But I appreciate that. Thank you for correcting me. 21. It was 41-21. Not even that close. Uh, all kinds of shit to talk about. Yeah, I got the R. Kelly news. We're going to do that a little bit later. I, I got to talk about this story first because this story is awesome. Dog the Bounty Hunter. We talked about this yesterday. Dog the Bounty Hunter, who showed up at Brian Landry's parents' house, knocking on their door, acting like he's king shit. Well, I guess the mama called 911 on him as he's standing there. Here, we got the 911 call. Let's see if it plays. Half hour to 714, the female Roberta from that 1020 called it on 911. Uh, what's happening? The address of the call, 4343. Okay, this is a riveting call. Do we get no, we're to- in North Broadway's land. Um, once you arrive or if you're already there, and... I, I, let, I'll, I'll skip all that. Let me just say this right now. I, shoot that son of a bitch. Some bitch is on my property. I'm going to shoot Dog the Bounty Hunter. He has no business being there. Leave this alone. This is... Look, I hate this story. I hate this story for so many reasons. It's about a young girl who disappeared, and, and she's getting all this attention, and other people are upset that other missing people aren't getting the attention that this little white girl's getting. I understand it. He's trying to capitalize on an awful situation. An awful situation. This guy's trying to remain. He left his honeymoon. Now, granted, it's the sixth time he's gone on a honeymoon, so uh, obviously marriage doesn't mean that much to him. But he left his honeymoon to come knock on their door. I, I got to say this right now. This guy, this guy is such a scumbag. Oh, anybody who likes Dog the Bunny, if I'm offending you, I don't mean to offend you. I'm just giving you my personal feelings on Dog the fucking Bounty Hunter, Captain Scumbag. Oh, I, I don't know many more scumbags. I, I know two scumbags that are as big as him, but not, 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 not hardly anybody else. Cowboys Girl says, good morning. How about them Cowboys? That game had me pumped. It was a great game. There's an ex-felon on your property. Shoot him. They said that dog may have found dude's campsite. I doubt that. I doubt that. Uh, police are already in the immediate area. I wish they would have showed up and fucking taken him out. Shoot that somebody. Here it is. Uh, here he is banging on the door. Hey, go home, you long-haired hippie. Buenos dias, ogre. I'm telling you right now, I would have had shotguns blasting this some bitch. Get off my property. Now he's walking onto their garage. He's talking to a neighbor. Why don't you just have a fucking barbecue there, dog the bounty hunter? You scumbag. 
He told Fox News over the weekend that he went to the home first because he believes in second chances. Ah, brother. Hey, brother. And the dad can still reach out to me through social media. Let's get the kid captured alive. Alive. Don't you think they want it? They want him alive? Oh, oh dear God. Uh-oh. Uh-oh. Dwayne Chapman has his own anonymous tip line. Well, la-dee-da. <laughs> oh, I'm kind of excited. Let's see. One, eight, three, three. Tail dog. Eight, three, five, five, three, six, four. There we go. Here we go. We're going to call this tip line. Oh, it's busy. Doggone it. Maybe a lot of people are calling. We'll try it again. Damn it. All right, we'll try to call back. I didn't know he had his own tip line. Oh, that's fantastic. Oh, yeah, hey, uh, is this uh, Dwayne? Dwayne, this is Earl. You and I did some time in the can together, and I got to say, man, how do you get your hair to look like that? I think I found that Brian Laundry kid. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That some bitch is up in New Hampshire right now. What a scuzz bucket. What a fucking flat out scuzz bucket. I'm not gonna call the FBI number. I'm just I'm just not. I, I've watched too many episodes of CSI and, and Criminal Minds to call the FBI's number. I don't think Dwayne Chapman is going to have a tracer on his. Ogre says, hi, I have an anonymous tip. There's a blonde mullet douche canoe going around. Oh, here we go. Hey, you're on the air. Who's this? Hey, Ernie, it's Mark in Detroit. What's up, hey. Mark? Hey, I'll make this short and sweet, hopefully. Hey, in regards to how stupid Dog the Bounty Hunter is, yes. which we all know he's stupid, but here's the thing. Trash. I used to. Yeah, he's a jackass. Anyway. I used to listen to this prank call show on Mixler, mm-hmm. and this this dude had the stones to call into Dog, and pretend like he was the dude that was on uh, that had violated his bail. Totally, totally fooled him. He's like, "Oh, what's your name?" And he told him, and he's thinking that this guy is seriously calling in trying to get help, you know, mm-hmm. for quote unquote fucking up. Jesus Christ, dude. He had him going for 30 minutes. Oh, that's fantastic. And then, and then hung up on him. Good God. <laughs> anyway, All anyway right. thanks, well, Hey, I'm thanks, going to go back to listening. All right, buddy. Thank you. Yeah, oh, if I can get through to him, oh, that'd be so great. Let's try it one more time. Let's see. Damn it. Damn it. Motherfucker's only got one line. There's a blonde douche canoe going around like the bastard son of Randy Savage and Tonto making all kinds of trouble. Hey, we can't be smirch Randy Savage like that. Oh, man. Uh, Did we see the other douche canoe in America yesterday? Yes, Captain Douche Canoe himself, Joe Biden, pulled up his sleeve and got his Pfizer, Pfizer booster shot. Um. He, he received his booster shot in front of reporters. Shocking. Shocking he did it in front of reporters. He says, I don't know. Uh, I, I know it doesn't look like it, but I'm over 65, way over. Ha, ha, ha. No, no, you look like it, Joe. Yeah, Joe, you definitely look older than 65, you sack of shit. 
<sighs> Last week, White House Press Secretary Jen P. Suckey pledged that Biden would get the shot in front of cameras. Is she the president? Is, is she the one running things? I, I got to say this right now. I, I just said, uh, Alicia sent me a video, an undercover video from Project Veritas, and they were interviewing um, scientists from Johnson Johnson about if they would let their kids get vaccinated. Joe thought he was getting the polio vaccine. <laughs> That's why he said Marco before he got the shot. Marco. Uh, oh, I know. Look, I understand it's just a photo op. It's a weak attempt at, at trying to relate to your fellow man. This is like when politicians roll their sleeves up and say they're going to get to the hard work of things. They, they, politicians need to try a little harder because we see through all that bullshit now. It's not 1936 anymore, and we see Governor UEP Long in Louisiana rolling up them sleeves and getting some manual labor in because these people have never done a day of manual labor in their life. And I'm tired of them lying to us. Oh, yeah, Mayor Pete, I'm sure he was a big hit on the old job site when it was his turn in the fucking barrel. I'm tired of all politicians, Republicans, Democrats, whatever. Just do what's right for Mayor. I, I am so sick and tired of everything in this country. Yesterday, when I went on my rant yesterday about feelings, which we will talk about in my listener mail here, um... I got to tell you, it opened something up in me. I am so tired of all the bullshit and all the lying when it comes to either news, news reporters, politicians, whatever. I'm so tired of it. Just tell the truth. Just tell the truth. Anyway, Alicia sent me this video about Johnson Johnson. Now, I don't know why anybody's picking on Johnson Johnson. Now, I'm not saying that just because I got the Johnson Johnson vaccine. Johnson Johnson seems to be working. Minus their little thing they had when it first started with the blood clots. They figured all that out. Now, once again, not telling people to get vaccinated. But this vaccination, it seems to be working. The Johnson Johnson seems to be working. Now, I'm not going to say it's 100% because obviously it's not 100%. But we've gotten to a point now. I, I saw somewhere yesterday that Tool is coming to Sacramento, the band Tool. And you have to show vaccine, you know, you have to show your papers. And you have to wear a mask. I'm not rooting for this, but imagine the damage done if Biden died after getting the booster. Oh, V. Coop, that would be something. Woo! Or if he got COVID. Now that he's got the booster and he somehow gets it. Because here's the truth of the matter. The truth of the matter is this. If you get the vaccine or you don't get the vaccine, you can still get COVID. If you haven't gotten COVID all this time, I say congrats. And you haven't gotten vaccinated, I say congratulations to you. I do. I, 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 and I truly mean that. I feel bad for the people that went out and got their vaccinations And then somehow they acquired it, and it was the one that wasn't asymptomatic. It wasn't a false positive. They got sick, and they were on the fucking, you know, on the men for a few days. 
Now, I understand that this vaccination is there to help reduce symptoms and do all that kind of stuff. But I don't understand why we're mandating it for employees and employers. I don't understand why we're mandating it for concerts. I don't understand why we're mandating it with going to sporting events. Because you still have to wear a mask. And by the way, the masks don't work either. I understand you're throwing every tool in the tool shed at it. And, and I appreciate that. I do. I, I actually will say this. I appreciate what our, our medical society has done with the, uh, the six feet thing I don't appreciate. I, I, I just don't. I think that's just stupid. The masks, okay. If you think that those are going to work, just don't remember last summer when mandates were everywhere and people were still getting the virus at high numbers. Remember, you couldn't go anywhere. You couldn't go to Costco. You couldn't go to Sam's. You couldn't go to Walmart without wearing a mask. They would stop you, and they would give you a mask when you walked in. And if you weren't wearing a mask, they would ask you to leave. Yet the numbers were still on the rise. Well, hmm. And then once the vaccine came out, we declared this this phenomenon over on July 3rd. Remember, it was a month late. July 3rd, he said, this is over. That was your president, Joe Biden, saying that. And then like two weeks later, oh, my God, this Delta variant, it's so strong. Oh, my God, it's killing everyone, which it wasn't. This is all, I. once again, once again, it's not about science at all. Um, you can still go to a BLM, right? Yeah, oh, yeah. Derek says, when my wife got her second Moderna, she was sick and in bed for a week. I hope she's getting better. I really do. Uriah says, I'm holding out and still feeling good. Well, I'm glad. That's good. I'm, I'm ha- Like I said, this is up to you. This is your personal choice if you want to get the shot or if you don't want to get the shot. I will support you either way because that's what it is to be an American. Uh, Stinkfist says, I'm the biggest Tool fan around, obviously with your name, uh, but I won't be attending that concert because of the mask and vaccine thing. It sucks. A canceled uh, foreigner in Reno last night, too. See, this... God. And here's where they're not telling you the truth. If you check your county's numbers and you check the hospital numbers, you will see the numbers have dramatically decreased in the last two weeks. So once again, let me go over this. I know I sound like a broken fucking record to everybody who hates talking about COVID, but I have to talk about it. Just like what happened in Great Britain, the Delta variant, if it is real, whatever, um, it came in, it, it, it ran its course, and then it was gone. We are five times the size of Great Britain, or the UK, if you will. We're five times the size. Now, they're still getting cases here and there. It's not completely eradicated, nor will it ever be completely, because, you see, it's a virus. They don't have a cure for it. It's like the flu. The Delta variant made it to America. It ran its course. It took about 
three or four times as long as it did in Great Britain. Hence, we're five times the size of Great Britain. So, of course, it's going to be here longer. It ran its course. It did its thing. And now it's moving on. Now, we have all these other, the Epsilon, the Lambda, Lambda, Lambda one, the... I, I don't know, the R plus, R dot one that they have out there. There's so many variants because we are not. I, I think the variants are going to stop once everything comes out about Dr. Fauci and how bad he is because Dr. Fauci engineered this. We can all say that he is the main engineer for this. Lying to Congress, why he's still not in jail, I don't know. He must have all kinds of dirt on politicians because he's been uh, the doctor for the government, the the. He, he's the guy in charge. He's been that way for a long time. His wife is the head of the FDA. Isn't that amazing how these things got passed by the FDA with his wife as the head of the FDA? It, it, it's all amazing. Uh, at this point, I just can't see why anyone would take this shot. Now I think it's your right to do so. But what I've seen and read, no fucking way. Hangtown Jen says, good morning, ass family. Hey there, Hangtown Jen. How you doing? Now, speaking of politicians and things, I usually don't do stories like this because this was an opinions piece. Uh, the Lambda Lambda variant was able to take out the Alpha Beta variant <laughs> and then had its way with the, the Omega Moose. Uh, go Adams. Hashtag Revenge of the Nerds. Great movie even though there is a rape scene in it. That, that's one of my favorite things to do to people. It is like go around. and you, If you ever saw Revenge of the Nerds, it was, it's a fucking fantastic movie. But there's a scene at the end. If you've never seen it, what the fuck is wrong with you? Where one of the nerds, he steals the mask of the popular football quarterback, and he goes into where Betty is, the, the girl of his dreams, the head cheerleader, whatever, and he goes in there, and he just fucking ravages her twat with his mouth. And then he takes the mask off, and she's pleasantly surprised. No, no, that, 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 that's oral rape. I'm sorry. That, that was rape. She didn't know who you were. You were doing that, and it's rape. But, hey, I still love the movie. If you have the Lambda 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 variant, Lamar Luttrell has an injection for you. <laughs> Excuse, please. Why they call you booger? I don't know. Oh, uh, oh man. All right. So this is an opinion piece, and I, like I said, I usually don't do stories uh, from opinion pieces, but this one had me interested because I want y'all's opinion on this. I got the Jeopardy music ready. The headline is really interesting. And, and wait for my question before you start to answer, because my question is different than this question. This question reads, will Hillary ever apologize for propagating the biggest hoax in U.S. political history? Uh, I was driving, so I couldn't respond, but I think a huge issue with Johnson Johnson in general is that they've had products that they've known had carcinogens and had caused cancer, yet they continue to sell them. Well, their talcum powder, yeah, baby powder, oh, sure. Look, the Johnson Johnson never going to get away from that. I'm not talking about Johnson Johnson in general. I'm just talking about their, their whatchamacallit. 
Hillary's hoax that women should be in politics? No. We all know that the Russian collusion scandal with Donald Trump was all perpetrated by Hillary Clinton. We all know that it... Shouldn't she... I, I, I mean, isn't that election tampering and things like that? Or, or I, th- This is what I'm talking about. What should happen to Hillary Clinton? Is an apology enough? And I'm not talking about for the Whitewater scandal or, or, or Jeffrey Epstein. I'm not talking about, you know, how they just mysteriously all died. But this story itself, that she alone propagated this story, her and the Democratic Party. The FBI spent millions and millions and millions of dollars on this. Donald Trump Jr. was investigated. He was, he was sat down for eight and a half hours by the FBI and interviewed. So, in your opinion, what do you think should happen to Hillary Clinton? Let's see. It's not just the powder. It was other products. Well, okay. I was just talking about Johnson Johnson's vaccine. That's all I was talking about. Um, Bitch needs to be suicided. Hang her by her cankles. She should be banned from wearing pantsuits for life. Trial, then life in prison. Electric chair with a dry sponge. Hillary for prison. I don't understand why they're writing this. And I got this from a, a... a publication that leans more to the right. It's from the New York Post. Now, I'll be honest. I mean, I get stories from both sides. But this one was really interesting to me. Mainly for the just the simple fact that she caused three years of unrest. She is almost, I would say she is probably the reason why we're so polarized in this country. That one side hates the other side just so much because she brought this all on and she knew it was a lie. She has to be an indentured servant to Donald Trump. (laughs) I don't think that she should ever be anywhere near politics ever again. I mean, can you imagine when she lost to Donald Trump, Bill Clinton had to look at her and say, how in the fuck did you lose to this weird-haired orange fella with the last name Clinton in this country? How, how can anybody with the last name, because Clinton was revered, he was loved. I don't know why, but he was. In, in effect, Hillary pretty much ruined, and I say thank God of this, any chance that Chelsea ever had at running for politics. If Chelsea tries to get in there, her she better go by her new married name. She should be executed in public for treason. 
Mike D says, at this point, what difference does it make? It makes difference because we're going to allow someone to get away with this, which means we can allow them to get away with it again and again and again. I mean, that's taxpayers' dollars that were spent by the FBI. Hundreds of millions of dollars were spent by the FBI and she knew it was all fake. This is like reporting a false crime. I don't think people ever liked Hillary like they did Bill. No, they, they don't, and they never did, because they looked at her, and honestly, she brought this on herself. If Hillary Clinton wanted to really become president, you know what she should have done? This is what she should have done. As soon as Bill got out of office, she should have fucking divorced him and kept his last name to show that she's a strong woman. That's what she should have done, but she stayed with Bill. And you don't think that Bill is still fucking around on her? Now, come on. Bill Clinton is the fucking Tony Soprano of politics. Sure, he and Carmella got back together in season five, but season six and seven, he was fucking around. I think we should bring back public executions in general. Half of Washington can demonstrate. Arnaldo, that was satire for her comment when she was being drilled for having Americans killed in Benghazi. Oh, okay. All right. Yeah, I mean, that's another crime that nobody's ever brought her up on charges for. If you don't know what I'm talking about, watch the movie 13 Hours. Oh, what an amazing movie that is. Wow. Well, and to know that most of it, most of the story hasn't been trivialized by Hollywood that much because I may or may not know somebody who was on teams with two of the SEALs that were killed. I may or may not know someone like that, and I've talked to them extensively about it, and this person may or may not have told me that he still has sleepless nights over it. I'm just saying. But I only bring this up. I bring this up mainly because I think something should be done. I mean, like, if we don't do anything, it it would be like uh, this whole thing with Ghislaine Maxwell. Why has she not been on trial yet? Why has our girl Ghislaine not been in front of a judge yet? What are we waiting for? We're gathering evidence? I mean... I mean, if I'm her lawyer, oh, I'm throwing out her constitutional right to get a fair and speedy uh, fucking trial. She's been locked up for over a year. She's untouchable. She has shit on everyone. My guess is sex trafficking, kid diddling, and I believe she's sleeping with other people too. Who the fuck is sleeping with Hillary Clinton? Man, oh, man. Ain't nobody fucking sleeping with her. Oh, God. And, you know, the funny thing is, is is that I do believe that she is pretty untouchable. And so is Oprah Winfrey. Here are two people that were not affected in the least with the Harvey Weinstein scandal. Got a hair on my microphone. There are a number of pictures of 
Oprah and Hillary hugging all over Harvey Weinstein, doing all these kind of things, and he supported her campaign. He's given millions, yet no brushback to her. Nobody even asked her about it. I think Ellen is. I think it's been years on the down low. Ellen, Ellen and him. No, Ellen's got a hot wife. Ellen's got Portia de Rossi. Maybe Oprah's sleeping with her. Maybe maybe they use the <laughs> Oprah straps Gail King on and just fucks Hillary's massive twat with Gail's head. Maybe that's what it is. Oh, her daughter, fucking Chelsea is ugly as the day is long. I mean, look, man, presidents have had some ugly ass kids in the past. LBJ's daughters, good God, his basset hounds were more attractive than his daughters. Then there was uh, Amy Carter. Whoo! Amy Carter was the definition of ugly. Thank God George Bush had sons. And they're all fucking... I, I love W, but come on. And then, you know, Bill and Hillary birthing out, popping out that thing. That rutabaga with legs. Oof. Not good. Not good at all. All right, enough about Hillary Clinton. By the way, here's the deal. Nothing's going to happen to her. Nothing at all is going to happen to her. That's my. That's what's going to happen. Ellen be in Michelle's bed, not Hillary. <laughs> By the way, jokes today. You ready for today's jokes? Uh, what's the most watched movie in Ethiopia? The Hunger Games. Uh, do you know Princess Diana? I got this one from V. Coop yesterday. Princess Diana had the superpowers of flight. Yeah, that bitch flew out the fucking car window. And what's a mountain's favorite beef? Kobe. If <laughs> he's uh, still alive, you think that James Gandolfini would be perfect to play Hill Harvey Weinstein? Oh, God. He would be the spitting image of Harvey Weinstein. Yeah, I, I, that would be a great call. James Gandolfini playing that. And it's so funny that James Gandolfini was a very talented actor, but he got so pigeonholed after Tony Soprano. Motherfucker was making a million dollars an episode. I am looking forward to the movie this week. The Mini Saints of Newark. All right. Here we go. Here's another fucking. I'm gonna I'm going to address more of this when we get to listener mail. But there is a, a Washington State school. A teacher in Washington State was ordered to take down a pro police flag in her classroom over claims it's a political symbol. While Black Lives Matter and LGBT pride flags are allowed in the school. I, I, I'm getting tired of this war on police and this war on America and, and all of this shit. 
Um, to say that the, the pride flag is not a political symbol or Black Lives Matter isn't a political symbol, but the police flag, the one that has the blue line in it, that, that is a political symbol. Well, I, I agree it is. I'll, I'll say it is. But those other ones are too. It, I'm so embarrassed to be an American right now. More so than I've ever been before. And it makes me sad. It, it, it truly does make me sad. And it makes me upset that we just can't all tell the truth anymore. I see stories like this. The assistant principal said there were concerns about how students, families, and community members might interpret what the image is intending to communicate. Well, you could say that about the other two as well. But if you say anything about taking down the LGBTQ XYZ flag, well, that means you, you, you hate gays. And if you take down the BLM flag, well, you hate blacks. So hating cops is all right. No, CD, no, I, I've never looked because I've never donated money to BLM and never will. Because, look, I, I've, I've, seen, I've seen all the reports of all the millions that have gone to Black Lives Matter yet they haven't helped one black kid go to college. They haven't helped one black family get a house. They haven't helped even buy a bag of fucking groceries for one black family. George Soros is the one in charge of all this. That guy's got to die eventually. I mean, come on. He's World War II age. I think that will probably be one of the best days for America is when George Soros dies. And you know what I'll say? I hope somebody gets to him. I hope they behead his ass. And by the way, I'm starting to see a lot of questions about the all-black American flag. And I was asked about it. Brady Kidd asked me, what does that one mean? And I didn't know at the time, so I looked it up. You come across a house that has an all-black American flag, you should just keep walking. You see, that stands for, we are not going to give up. You will not take us alive. We will not be prisoners. That's what the all-black flag means. That means they are willing to sacrifice their lives for their beliefs. That's a house you want to avoid. If you're a BLMer or you're a fucking LGBTQer, one of these people, you're an Antifa and you want to fuck with somebody, that's not the house to fuck with. Douglas says, I just sent you a story that kind of relates. Is this the Colin Kaepernick story? Uh, where are you at, former? Yeah, uh, Des Bryant came out. And uh, I am an athlete podcast. Bryant joined former NFL players Brandon Marshall, Fred Taylor, Chad Johnson. And discussing his mother as well as Dallas Cowboy owner Jerry Jones, he took a few minutes to discuss Colin Kaepernick, implying 
he hasn't helped those who he claims to stand for. He says, I respect Colin Kaepernick, but there's one thing I don't respect. And I said, when I get the opportunity to get on stage and say it, I would. And I love him to death, so there ain't no hate. But, brother, you had the biggest opportunity in the world to create jobs, build jobs, give jobs to people. The people you're talking about that you're so-called standing up for, the people who stood beside you, the people who lost their jobs because of you, where are you at? I ain't heard from you. Good call. Hey, Des Bryant, look, Des Bryant, as much as I dislike him and he doesn't deserve to wear 88. So a black flag is a good one. I, I, I would say that is somebody who is a very proud American who has a black flag hanging up in their garage or their house. And that's someone I wouldn't mess with. Oh, look, look, we all knew, V. Coop, you're right. I, I knew fucking Colin Kaepernick was a fake. Colin Kaepernick hasn't done dick for anybody. You know, everybody made a big deal when Colin Kaepernick first left the league, when he gave his sneaker collection away to homeless people. Wow, that means a lot. Hopefully you're a size 13 and a half in a homeless camp, and you now you've got all these shoes to lug around in your shopping carts. By the way, Nike replenished his whole deal because, see, he gets paid by Nike still, and they're going to give him whatever he wants. And I do believe that Nike gives him whatever they want because, A, Phil Knight is a a, a crazy liberal as well at, at Nike, and they're afraid of him. Can you imagine if Nike said no to Colin Kaepernick? tell you this right now he would put nike on blast and you would finally see nike shares going down phil knight knows exactly what he's doing he's a smart businessman he's keeping colin kaepernick happy by paying him millions of dollars a year to endorse a product that he doesn't ever go out in he recently got inducted into the uh nevada sports hall of fame the university of nevada sports hall of fame he had some weird velour suit on, like a one-piece jumpsuit with, like, Prince boots. Remember those p- boots Prince used to wear that had the heels? Well, he had a pair of those on. They, those weren't made by Nike. So he's pulling a Britney Spears where she would drink Diet Coke even though Pepsi gave her $100 million to tour. Oh, I, I understand. You're right, Scott. He got them to cancel the Betsy Ross shoes. Remember the, the, the lady who was against slavery who, who stitched the first American flag? That's right. That's right. She was, she was anti-slavery. Isn't it funny how Colin Kaepernick is all about slavery and things like that, yet he still signs on with Nike? Nike is one of the biggest slave traders in this world right now. All their shoes are produced in China in sweatshops by people that are making a nickel a day. A day. But hey, they're Chinese. They don't count, right? They're not human beings. They're not as important as his race. Wouldn't that make him a racist then? Oh, it would, but since we don't, since we're not going to go line for line with people, we can't call him a racist. Even though he endorses and pretty much 
furthers the slave trade in this world. But, hey, you know, keep buying your Nikes. I, I'm proud to say I haven't worn a pair of Nikes in, since all of this happened. Not that I wear a lot of shoes, but I do have tennis shoes. I have Puma. If they're made by slaves, too, then so be it. I don't care. When I find out, I'll stop wearing them. But don't preach at me about slavery and Jim Crow and all this stuff when the same shit is happening in China. By the way, Chicago this weekend, congratulations to Chicago. You're down to eight murders this last weekend and only 60 people shot. One weekend. How, how, how is Lori Lightfoot? How is I, th- this? Is something I just don't get. Nobody likes there, there you. There she is right there. You're a liar and a thief murderer. How is she still in office? I, I mean, really, think about it. How is she still in office? The last weekend alone, there were 60 people shot and eight people murdered. Weekend before, numbers were similar. Weekend before, they were even higher. I mean, this has got to be the crazy. What kind of dirt does she have on people in Chicago? And how did she get that dirt? Because she's too damn ugly to be sleeping around with anybody. Ain't nobody of higher statues fucking sleeping with her. She's not even a slump buster. I mean, you see Lori Lightfoot in a club, and you're like, nope, uh, no, I'll keep the slump going. I ain't, I ain't putting my dick anywhere near that thing. Lesbians are like, nope, uh-uh. I ain't going towards that fucking magic carpet ride. Remember, only white people are racist. Others are bigoted at worst, but they're only bigoted against other races because white people started it. People get killed left and right around Gollum, and you wonder why she's still in office. You'll get killed. That's a good call. Speaking of Kaepernick, how do you make a black guy disappear? Get pregnant. <laughs> oh, it's because she likes Vag. She was selected, not elected. You know, it's so funny. It, it, I, I love the fact it's, it's so funny to watch cities like Chicago. That that super duper liberal city. Okay, hey, look, and and I don't have people. I, I don't have a problem with the liberal agenda. If they want to live their life in liberal fashion, you go right ahead. Oh, Lori Lightfoot in a day. Oh, Lori Lightfoot or Hillary. Oh, I'm going. Uh, I thought you meant. I was thinking Lori uh, from the the chick who went to jail for the uh, the college scandals. Oh, Hillary or Lori Lightfoot? Man, oh man, I might chop it off. That's a tough. Who would you do? I would probably go Hillary. Yeah, yeah, I would go with that boy, and I would be bathing for months afterwards. Yeek. Damn, B. Coop, that one's bad. Mm-mm-mm. But these liberal cities, and they, and they want to further their liberal politics, okay. You know, hey, I don't live there, so, so fine, live that way. But stop fucking calling the right to save the day, meaning the police, Meaning the the National Guard, because that's it. Look, it's assumed that those two are ran by the right. Okay, whatever, because there are no liberal cops. 
No people there liberal in the military whatsoever. As I roll my eyes and they're about to get stuck in the back of my fucking head. But it's like it, 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 it's like this masculinity, this war on masculinity. And I love my T-shirt that I have that I wear, the toxic masculinity. Let me know if I've offended you yet. I believe that masculinity is not only good, but it's needed in our society. We have to have masculinity. Somebody has got to fucking squash problems. And a lot of times, it's not going to get squashed, whatever it is, if you sit down and talk. I'm sorry. I I just don't buy it. You need somebody there. My friend Lance and I used to laugh, saying that that our, our age group is the last males in society, and they put us in these glass boxes, and it's just break glass when needed. Don't even replace the glass anymore because you need us. You need masculinity. You might not want it, but you know you need it. Who would you rather have? If you're a liberal person, who would you rather have walk you down a dark alley? And you can't go, well, I choose not to walk down the dark alley. you got to play the fucking game. I played the damn Hillary fucking game here. So who would you rather have walk you down a dark alley? Clay Aiken or Arnie States? I'm going to bet that I win that one easy. What's he going to do? Sing? The only thing that he might do is whip out, or he's going to whip their cocks out and fucking go to town on them. You might get away that way, but probably not. Masculinity is needed in our society. Who's Clay Aiken? Uh, the, the gay guy from American Idol. All right, here you go. Here, this one everybody knows. How, how, who would you rather have walk you down a dark alley? Arnie States or Ryan Seacrest? Yeah, I, 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 I'm going to win that one too. We need it in our society. It has to be here. I would want Hillary walking me down that alley. Uh, Jesus. Clay Aiken is that weasley little dude from the progressive commercials. How long is the alley in? Are we jogging or walking? We're walking. Who would you want in a dark alley? Little Nas X or Ted Nugent? Ted Nugent all fucking day. And this is the kind of shit that I'm talking about right here. This is a story that's going around. It's being, it's being tried to be kept on the down low, but it is beyond disgusting. I know that I pick on the University of Tennessee a lot because ex-wife was a big Tennessee fan. Here's a team that never, ever deserves to win ever again. The University of T- Tennessee has backed out of playing against the United States Army. Not the actual Army, but West Point. 
They backed out to the point where they are paying West Point to stay home so they can face off against the University of Akron. They didn't chicken out against playing them. They don't want to give service academies the time of day. This makes me sick to my stomach. By the way, at that game next year, they were actually going to honor different medal winners that were from Tennessee in the military. And the university has pulled out. I'm sorry, I'm sorry. They, they were only Medal of Honor recipients. That's a disgusting story. In all this bullshit, the Vols think they'll have an easier time with Akron than Army. Army sucks. Look, the, the service academies, they might pull one upset off a year. But the service academies, these guys, and, and I say they suck, they suck at football. Why? Because they have height and weight restrictions. When you see a big old kid that's playing at Alabama on their offensive line who's six foot eight, 370 pounds, and he's going to end up being a first-round draft pick, you don't see that at the service academies. Why? I ain't going to let nobody that's 370 pounds in the military. They just have to meet certain requirements. Tennessee needs Kane to straighten them out. Yeah, Mayor Kane. Let me just say this right now. Fuck you, Tennessee. Fuck you to the alumni there. And that includes Peyton Manning. Where the fuck is Peyton Manning coming out and saying things about this? That's just disgusting. Fuck Tennessee for that. Our final story of the first break here, and uh, what we're going to do next is we'll take a break, and then we're going to do mail. Can I explain their objection to playing the Army team? Yes, they do not want to honor any service members. They, they, they're a liberal. This is something the University of Texas would do, and I would. it would break my heart if the University of Texas ever did this. They don't want to give them any kind of light. What they're saying is military is bad. That's what they're saying. Military bad. They were going to honor Medal of Honor. It's the highest award you can receive, and they were, gonna, they were going to honor them at this game. Because there was a big convention going on in Tennessee that weekend. The convention will still go on. Just they're not going to be welcomed at the football game. I don't know how you don't honor or welcome people who are are Medal of Honor recipients. It's disgusting. I, I, I have no time for Tennessee for that. So fuck them. Now. There is a fire that's burning. There's a new fire. Is this the Fawn Fire? Is that what they're calling this uh, up north of, uh, yeah, the Fawn Fire? 41 homes have been destroyed, 90 smaller structures. 
It's threatening 2300 Are we going to discuss that they're trying to pass a bill right now mandating women to sign up for the draft? Just curious. I haven't seen anything on that. Is that what? Is that social service? By the way, we don't even have a draft anymore. Hold on a second. Let me, let me look this up. Uh-huh. Here we go. All right. This is the Senate defense bill would require women to register for the draft. Senate Armed Service Committee proposed 2022 defense policy bill contains provision that would require women to register for the draft, officially known as Selective Service Program. Which, by the way, if you're my age or a little bit younger at 18, I was proud to do this. I was very proud to do this. Uh, The initial version of the Senate proposed National Defense Authorization Act would amend the Military Service Act for the first time to include requirement for women. Uh, It was on Tucker last night. The bill was proposed back in June. Let me just say this on it. Let me, let me read these. Let me try to, to put this in my head to not sound like a sexist or a chauvinistic pig. Military is necessary. It's part of our core. Heck, it's a part of every nation core. It seems un-American to refuse to participate in a game with them. It, it does. The House did pass it. We still have selective service registration. Okay. I, when I was 18, I signed up. I... I don't know who pushed this through. I, I let me do some research on this, Arise. But let me give you my initial feelings on this. What are what are Arise? What are your feelings on it? These are my feelings on it. I know there are a lot of women in the military who are willing to die for their country. I, I and I appreciate that more than they'll ever know. And I'm not saying that flippantly that I appreciate it. I, I, I mean it with the fiber of my being that I mean it. Um, women will never, ever be, if, they, uh, if they'd have drafted me and put me in combat, I've endangered everyone around me and died in the process. Okay. Well, this is the thing. I think... I, and, and like I said, let me do some research on it, and I'll try to do that research this week to have a, a better answer for you. I think that some crazy woman liber, this is just my opinion, wanted this to happen because she want, she feels, or, or they, this group of women, feel like this is a slight to women, that they're not allowed to sign up for sel- selective service. When the truth of the matter is this, the truth of the matter is, is that we're probably never going to see women on the actual front line. They will not be the tip of the spear. I know some gals have passed the, the, the test to be Army Rangers, and there was some story recently, and I, I talked to a friend of mine that was in the SEALs. And these women that passed their SEAL qualifications, they didn't pass the actual 
Bud Seals test. They passed the boat operator test, which is completely different than being an actual Navy SEAL. These are the people that operate the boats that the SEALs ride on. Now, it's a very, very important job to the military. I'm not going to devalue that job, but they aren't Navy SEALs. These, this one woman or two women that passed, they are not Navy SEALs. They are not special forces. Special forces, well, they are special forces because these boat operators are, are categorized as special forces. They aren't the tip of the spear. Okay, they aren't the first ones going in there. And the reason is simple. Americans could not handle seeing dead women on the cover of newspapers, magazines, or, or, or news programs. Americans couldn't handle that. Today's America? Are you kidding me? If they showed a battalion of gals that were slaughtered, we would throw our hands up. I mean, in today's society, if you think about it, the thing that happened at Normandy, you remember that, when we stormed beaches in Normandy? 25,000 soldiers were lost that day alone. 25,000. We lost 2,500 in this 20-year war, and you saw how people reacted. You saw how we reacted to 13 Marines that were killed, that were murdered in Kabul, and I I appreciated how we reacted to that. But can you imagine today's society if uh, Lester Holt reports that 25,000 American, uh, not students, uh, troops were killed, including a large part of them are women? The 80 million people, uh, 80 million, that voted for, Don, for, for, uh, for, for Joe Biden would all have white flags hanging out in front of their house. Uh, I feel if there's a draft, we should have it for all citizens uh, or not have a draft at all. Douglas, I'm going to kindly and respectfully disagree with you because... In my opinion, if a, if a woman wants to join the military, I think it is her right, and she finds it to be her duty to sign up for the military. I say, oorah, I say, go for it. I say, thank you. That young lady uh, in Roseville who died, who was a part of the 13, she wanted, to, she wanted to be a soldier for her country, and she was. Now, you get a lot of women who go, what, a woman's life is more uh, important than a man's life? And some people will say yes. I'm not one of those people. If you're an American, I think your life is important no matter what, no matter what your plumbing situation is. But, see, this is the thing. I want you guys to live in the real world. I want you to think about this. Think about getting the USA Today tomorrow. And the front page has the Taliban, a picture of uh, the Taliban about to behead a female soldier. It's already bad enough when it's a man. It's going to be a hundred times worse. 
with a woman. They operate the boats. No wonder why our seals keep getting lost. My boyfriend, who served as a recon marine, said he knew his comment was were chauvinist, but that he was not for the draft of women for combat purposes either. I I I I, I don't think that they should. I, I really don't pers- personally. That's me personally, though, and I'm not trying to say women can't be badasses or anything like that. I appreciate that it rised. I will look into it to see who 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 wanted this to happen. Uh, getting back to the fawn fire, it was started by 30-year-old Alexandria Suverneva, a shaman. Do you want to know how the fire started? I'm going to tell you how the fire started. This asshole was boiling bear urine to drink it as part of one of her fucking hocus-pocus routines. According to the Reading Record uh, searchlight, she is being eyed for starting other fires across California as well. She claimed she was hiking and trying to get into Canada. According, trying to get to Canada, honey, you ain't even close to Canada. How, how are you? You're trying to get to Canada. Uh, you got Oregon and Washington in the way, stupid. California doesn't back up to Canada. She told forest officials she was thirsty and had come across a puddle of what she believed to be bear urine and tried to make a fire to boil it and then burn down the fort. Why don't you look for a fucking stream, dummy? You know, those Canadian streams that roll through. Douglas says, I think the standard should be the same regardless of gender, and I get that me being a male makes more expendable than a woman, but to me, just because a woman gets drafted doesn't mean she'll be put in the front line. Granted, I am naive about the draft process, but there are many jobs in the military that aren't combat. There are. Usually the drafted ones are put on the front line because, well, they're what they call expendable. They are. They aren't going to put their best soldiers up front. And uh, do I think a woman's life? No. I want everything to be equal, too. I think the standard should be the same. If you want to be in the military, if you want to be in special forces, you don't get any special treatment. You have to do the same thing that the people before you did and the people before them did. Dave Co says, I don't know if a woman's life is more important than a man's life. But if I was out in a position where I had a chance to only save one, a man or a woman's, I instinctively will save the woman's life before a man's. That's just my DNA. That's in a lot of guys' DNA. Nothing wrong with that. Uh, If she's looking for bear urine in the stream, just get some fucking Ham's beer. Ham's, the beer refreshing. Ham's, the beer refreshing. (laughs) Ah, good morning, hot mama. And Dave Coe, there lies the issue with women in the military. That's why women shouldn't be in combat. We're liabilities. It's an interesting conversation. Thank you, Arised. I, I do appreciate it. That was a very, very interesting take on things. So if you're drafted, do you have to do basic training as well as those things that signed up? Like, do you have to run with all that shit on your back and do pull? Yes. 
If you get drafted, the first place you go is basic training. They shave your head. All you got to do is watch, watch Full Metal Jacket. Watch any of those Vietnam movies. That's the last time we had a draft in place. Ghost uh, Fred says, question, you brought up the Taliban beheading a woman in combat. What about rape? Or will they stick to goats? Well, this is the thing. If you've ever seen that horrendous movie, G.I. Jane, and if you ever are lucky enough to know a Navy SEAL, Always say to him or her, well, him, because Navy SEALs are all guys. Uh, hey, man, that G.I. Jane movie is awesome. You, you, you will get a response from a Navy SEAL when you say that. But there's a scene in that movie where Viggo Mortensen has captured all these SEAL recruits or trainees. And there's G.I. Jane herself. And he bends her over to see what the breaking point is. I watched an awesome video last night. Watch an awesome video on Nick Saban. Nick Saban, who's got more national champions than anybody, is talking about what it takes to break you. He wants to find out what it's going to take to break you, meaning what it's going to take to break your attention from playing football. He wants to know what your breaking point is, so that if it's ever at that point in the game, he can take you out because he knows that you're not going to be useful. Navy SEALs have to have a breaking point that is so beyond the, the, the idea of what we have a breaking point is. Because, Fred, you bring up a great point. Let's say they capture five, five, five military members. We won't even say they're SEALs. Five Marines, and one of them's a woman. I will almost bet dollars to donuts, and you know how much I like donuts. I will bet dollars to donuts that at least one of the four gives it up, gives up tactical information, gives up something to avoid the female from getting raped. And it's, it, it, look, it's, I, I'm not trying to shit on those guys for giving it up because that's their breaking point. Everybody has a breaking point. Everybody. Some are a little bit further, and you sit there and go, oh, my God. But everybody has one breaking point. There's not a difference PT standards for women. They, there are in some things, but there shouldn't be. I don't think there should. I, if you join the military, I don't give a fuck if you're a man or a woman. You have to be able to do the job. I have to say, with all this woke military shit and the mandated vaccine or possibly getting a dishonorable discharge, I am so glad I talked my son out of the Navy this year. It is amazing, isn't it? Actor Brian, our neighbor is a senior in high school and signed up for the Marines. They said there's an extra two weeks of training now where they learn how to communicate and study diversity and equity issues as part of boot camp. Everyone has a breaking point when the bear Jew is nearby. Yeah, either look, look. There are some people that are willing to die. That's a, that's another great one there, ogre. That one general in in Inglorious Bastards was willing to die at the hands of the bear Jew. 
who had a bat signed by all his Jewish friends that lived in Boston, and he would bash their brains in. And, of course, then, one gave up all the information. So imagine there's a woman that's about to get her brains bashed in with a baseball bat. Somebody's going to be talking. Uh, I talked to my nephew about not joining the Army. He could use the discipline, but I don't trust the leader of the military. I don't blame you. And I think that's terrible that you have to study diversity and equity. What does diversity have to do with killing? That's a Marine's job is to kill. That, that, that's their job. The end. Yeah, it, it. So once we start to water down our military, boy, then we are in trouble, people. All right, 775-357-FANS is the number. ArnieRadio1 at gmail.com. That is where you can send me your listener mails, which we will be doing next right here at ArnieRadio.com. Lazy yellow moon coming up to tonight, shining through the trees. Crickets are singing in a Turns back by the old stump road. I'm gonna take you to a special place that nobody knows. Baby, get ready. Ooh, ooh. You and me going fishing in the dark, lying on our backs and counting the stars where the cool grass grows. Down by the river.
some by a truck in a farmer's field. A no trespass sign, a time to kill. Nobody's gonna get hurt, so what's the big deal? Some by a truck in a farmer's field. And some by a beer sitting on ice after a long, hard day. Taste just right on that drop tailgate on a summer night. With some bad beer sitting on ice, and some bad girl in a red sundress with an ice cold beer pressed against her lips. In that farmer's field, <laughs> we'll make a boy miss. Somebody, girl, in a red sundress, and the somebody kiss is gonna lead to more on that drop tail gate back behind the corn. The most natural thing you ever felt before. The somebody kiss is gonna lead to more, and the somebody truck in a field and a girl. Somebody creep around 2 a.m. After a few of those beers, you wanna dive on in. You don't need no clothes to just hang 'em on a limb. Somebody creep around 2 a.m. In the somebody truck, in a field, in a girl, in a red sundress with an ice cold beer to her lips. Look, look, I agree with you on one part of this. I'll, I'll say this. 
I agree with you that that rat bastard who called China to say that we aren't attacking you, uh, that he's he 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 should be hung. He that that's treason. He should be hung for that. Now the other guy, as much as I appreciate what he said, there's a chain of command. See, there's this thing in the military that makes the military wheel spin and go round and round like it has forever. And that is, you have to take orders. Orders run the military. And you can't jump above people. It might be the wrong thing, and you might have to be there. But if you want to do the wrong thing, then you get out of the military, and you expose them that way. I understand that you've spent your whole career in there, but there is a chain of command that has to be followed. Otherwise, people die. I'm not just quoting Jack Nicholson there. He is, he is, Jack Nicholson is so right. Now, whoever wrote this speech for him, it's probably one of, if not the greatest speeches ever in a movie. If I can fucking find it now. Beds drops. There we go. Where the hell is it? Where's the truth? Damn, That's damn, damn. That is not it. I will find it. Oh, yes, I will. Damn it, the fuck. Okay, hold on a second. There. Let's see if I can handle it. Uh, no, that ain't it. TR. Commander Truth. Is this it? I think this might be it. Let's see. You can't handle the truth! Oh, okay, that's the only one I have? Okay. This speech is burning. It, it, it is. I, I wish I had the whole thing here. Hold on a second here. Let, let, let's play this real quick. Because I, I believe this to be true. Whoever wrote this had to be in the military. There we go. Two minutes and 39 seconds of Jack Nicholson. Sorry, I turned down my mic by mistake there. Skip that ad. You snotty little bastard. Your Honor, I'd like to ask for a recess. I'd like an answer to the question, Judge. The court will wait for an answer. If Lieutenant Kendrick gave an order that Santiago wasn't to be touched, then why did he have to be transferred? Colonel, Lieutenant Kendrick ordered the code red, didn't he? Because that's what you told Lieutenant Kendrick to do. Object! And when it went bad, you cut cases. these guys loose! Your Honor, you had Marcus inside a phony transfer. Your Honor, you doctored the logbook. Damn it, Captain! You coerced the doctor. Consider yourself in contempt. You. Colonel Jessup, did you order the code red? You don't have to answer that question. I'll, I'll answer, answer the question. You want answers? I think I'm entitled. You want answers! I want the truth! You, you can't, can't handle the, the truth. truth! Son! Son, we live in a world that has walls, and those walls have to be guarded by men with guns. Who's going to do it? You? You, Lieutenant Weinberg? I have a greater responsibility than you can possibly fathom. You weep for Santiago, and you curse the Marines. You have that luxury. You have the luxury of not knowing what I know, that Santiago's death, while tragic, probably saved lives. And my existence, while grotesque and incomprehensible to you, saves lives. You don't want the truth because deep down in places you don't talk about at parties. You want me on that wall. You You need need me me on on that wall. wall. We use words like honor, code, loyalty. 
We use these words as the backbone of a life spent defending something. You use them as a punchline. I have neither the time nor the inclination to explain myself to a man who rises and sleeps under the blanket of the very freedom that I provide and then questions the manner in which I provide it. I would rather you just said thank you and went on your way. Otherwise, I suggest you pick up a weapon and stand a post. Either way, I don't give a damn what you think you are entitled to. Did you order the... God damn, that is so fucking true. People don't want it, where he goes wrong is that is that he he Colonel Jessup obviously did something that was against the rules by ordering this code red, which is to beat the shit out of another Marine. Okay? That was wrong. That's frowned upon. He went above his pay grade. Which is why you don't break the chain of command. The chain of command is there for a reason. And, and Addict Brian, I know you know there's a chain of command. And, and I feel bad for that guy who made the video because he wanted to expose what was happening. He even said in the video he knew he was going to be in trouble for it. We need the military, if anything. The military needs it more than anybody else. Stinkfist says, written by uber-liberal Aaron Sorkin, which is shocking. It is. It, it truly is that he wrote that. And it, it, to me, it's still one of the greatest moments in Hollywood history. It, it, it's probably one of the greatest speeches I've ever heard, next to the, the beginning of Patton. Mm. All right, we've got to do mail here. Uh, so let, let, let's, uh, let's get all the mail stuff ready. Let's see. Uh, mail and ask. Okay. So we got mail that's coming in. Rice says, gets me every time. All right, here we go. First mail. Oh, what a beautiful morning. Welcome to Mail Call. All right, scumbag, pay attention. It's time for Mail Call. Okay, now what the fuck do you want? Uh, hi, Arnie. I'd like to start off by apologizing for not attending your other stand-up shows. You don't have to apologize. My husband and I had a great time at your show, and it was great. Will you be putting your past shows online as well? Mm, probably not, because I don't have a lot of those videos. There's the, my first one is up on Apple. It's on iTunes. I don't get any money from that one, but it's there, and it's some good work, too, as well. Also, I don't know it at the time, but we got the great pleasure of sitting next to Braddy Kid. <laughs> oh, what a pleasure that is. When she came in and started to block off seats and asked us if we wouldn't mind moving, we were like, who does this chick think she is? She was very, very nice, extremely nice, and very apologetic, saying she was going to be videotaping it for your website. Being Hispanic, I'm thankful the Hispanic side didn't come out fully on her. <laughs> Please tell your wife that I'm sorry, and if I was rude to her uh, like that man was. <laughs> the group sitting next to us told us who she was, and we were starstruck and, felt like, and I felt like a complete bitch. That is from Sarah, but not Sarah Connor. Uh, I will let her know. There you go, Braddy Kid. Somebody was starstruck by seeing you. Uh, you should have seen uh, people when she was doing that. <laughs> people had no idea who she was. What a great transition to the mail. Yeah, I, I think so, Douglas. Uh, then you met her alter ego of Braddy Kid, the very nice alter ego. Lucky you. 
Are you saying the bratty kid wasn't a brat? No, she's always a brat. Always a brat. But that that's cool. I, I like getting emails like that. And, and by the way, Sarah, not Sarah Connor, uh, I'm glad that you had a good time at the stand-up show. Uh, very, very glad. Very glad you enjoyed it. I had a fun time doing it. Uh, false advertisement of her being a brat. Oh, she is bratty as hell. I ain't going to lie about that. All right, here we go. This is the mail that I was telling you all about. All right, scumbag, pay attention. It's time for mail call. Get that sandwich out of your pie hole and listen up, maggot. It's time for mail call. What the fuck do you want? All right, this is from Darren, and this is about something that I went off on yesterday. It started out about this Arizona State University. What do they call it? The multicultural center where two white kids were sitting there doing their work. One kid had a laptop open. He had a sticker that said Police Lives Matter. And these students, which I always thought they were students, went up to them and told them to get out because they don't deserve to be there. Well, I got to thank Erised. She sent me the story. Now I gotta find the damn story. Ah, uh, here we go. That and yesterday, Arise stood up for the students because they've been ingrained with this. It's been shoved down their throats that these students were just acting on things like this. And I got to the point where I said, "Fuck your feelings," because you you feel bad. You feel like this kid's a racist, even though he's not doing anything that's racist. He's there studying. He's not burning a cross. He's not doing like that. And I came out, and I I let go yesterday. Usually I'm pretty composed during the show, but I let go on this, and and I stand by fuck your feelings. Turns out that this woman was not an actual student, but a 30-year-old who I, uh, let's see, uh, was convicted to receive TikTok video. While screaming at a stranger in the library doesn't make a shake, and what a terrible person. Side note, these harpies are crowd is stuck with habit. Ford Foundation. She works for the Ford Foundation. And I'm not exactly sure what the Ford Foundation is, but my first reaction to seeing this was a brainwashed 18-year-old freshman who was parroting woke up Buzz Yon. Uh, also, the, ride, the Twitter mob was not leaving to alone. They exposed her as Sarah Tacoa, a Ph.D. student in substantially sustainably at ASU. I was shocked and horrified to learn that she was, in fact, already grown up. Judging by her profile, she's almost 30, therefore uh, uh, possesses a fully developed frontal cortex. I was all of a sudden punching sideways, not punching down. Her likening also reveals an interesting link. It's a 40. When I discovered this, I had no choice but to write a new substantial article. It was too perfect. The Ford Foundation. Uh... A social justice warrior. Thank you, Arise. That's what the Ford Foundation is? Okay, so now that we have a little bit more background on that, let me continue my rant here on this listener mail. Let me read Darren's email first. I, I got to take this dip out because I'm, I'm, I'm likely to yell here. It says, Arnie, I wanted to ask you about your fuck your feelings stance. I would have to say that I fucking disagree with you on this. So it is never all right to give in to your feelings? I mean, whenever you talk about your dad, we can tell there's a crack in your voice. 
but you and people who are suffering that like that aren't allowed to let their feelings show. I'm confused and pretty fucking upset with what you said, Arnie. I hope that you can explain this in your stance, Darren. Well, let's get this out of the way. When I say fuck your feelings, I say fuck your feelings when you see something and you go, oh, I don't really like that. So what I'm going to do is take it down. Now, first of all, the next time my father's name ever comes out of your fucking lips, there should be some revenants with that. Of course you can show your feelings when you're hurting. When someone close to you dies. When you miss someone. But you cry over a statue that's been in the ground for 40 years and has never affected you? Until someone says it affected them? Oh, well, yes, I feel, I feel bad by that too. These two kids were studying at Arizona State, minding their own business in the multicultural center because, God forbid, if there was ever an all-white center, that would be the Klan building. But we can have a multicultural center, and what this woman said, I won't call her a girl anymore because she's a full-grown fucking woman, she says that white is not a culture. She wants them to leave an area because of the, the, the skin tone they have. I'm here to tell you, fuck your feelings on that. If you don't like the fact that they're in there, you know what you should do? You should fucking get your fucking sorry ass up and leave. They have every right to that center just like you do. They're students at Arizona State. Maybe, maybe one of the white kids, maybe he's Irish. I don't know. Maybe he's Swedish. Now, they don't have a culture? You're saying based on the color of skin, they don't have a culture. Huh. Interesting. This Darren person needs to fall on some damn Legos. He's a fucking snowflake that can't read between the lines. What a fucktard. Separate but equal used to be racist. That's what Ratburger is right. This is, this is amazing to me. This truly is amazing to me. That somebody like Darren, who I don't know how he found my show because he's obviously not smart enough to understand anything. He, he, he doesn't understand the feeling of loss versus the feelings of that makes me feel bad. This is like all the assholes in New Jersey or Italian people that get mad at MTV for showing shows like Jersey Shore. Oh, that makes us look bad in the light of things. Or or the Sopranos make us look bad. Hey, it's a TV show. You know what you should do? You should not watch it. That way you won't feel bad. And if people ask you about your culture, say you don't want to talk about that. That's a bad part of our culture. Okay. There's plenty of bad parts of white culture. Do you think I'm proud that the Ku Klux Klan is a part of white culture? Of course not. Is it something I go out and brag them on? Yeah, we got the Klan. No. Pathetic. 
They have every right to be in this country. Because, once again, let me state this for the record. It is not illegal to be racist in this country. You can have all the racist feelings that you want in this country. And I know that Darren probably just heard that. And he's fucking squirming in his seat. Yes, it is. It is illegal. No, 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 no. It's illegal to act on your racism. Meaning, if you were to tell two black students to leave the multicultural center because you find them to be thuggish, wouldn't that be racist? Jersey Shore sucks. Easy, Douglas. Easy there, buddy. I watched one episode that was too much. I only watched to see how accurate South Park was. South Park was pretty fucking accurate about it. Look, I watch that show because it's a train wreck. Do I think all Italians act that way? Of course not. I don't think that all Italians are in the mob. I enjoy these shows. They're fictitious. They're not real. Shut up. And as far as feelings go, you can show your feelings whenever you want to show your feelings. Who am I? I say fuck your feelings because I don't have time for them. If you want to cry over the fact that there's a statue of Robert E. Lee, there's not anymore because they took it down. You want to cry over the fact that there was a statue of that? Cry me a fucking river. What did the statue do to you? What, nothing? Well, it reminded me of this time. Oh, oh, really? So everything that reminds you of bad times, we got to take down. Okay, all right, so every time I see a piano, it needs to be moved out of a room because my father was a piano player, a professional piano player. So every time I see a piano, that needs to be moved out of a room because that makes me feel bad. When I see a piano, I don't break down and cry. That is about the stupidest, and and yes, the stupidest thing I've ever read on my show. To try to compare that with the death of a loved one, the death of a father, are you kidding me? They are so apples and fucking hand grenades, it's unbelievable. People like Darren are the reason why America needs to pull up their big boy and big girl pants and understand that the world is a shithole. The world is not a good place. Darren, do you ever go on the World Wide Web? I bet you Darren's one of these guys that says, well, the Internet, it needs to be regulated until they go to one of his sites that he likes. That's not right. They shouldn't be regulating the Internet. I am so sick and tired of these fucking yellow-backed people like Darren in our society. Darren, if I knew where you live, I'd come to your house today and I'd slap you in the fucking mouth. Because you are far too stupid to listen to this show. Mm -mm Mm-mm-mm. I'm Italian, and I don't have one rat. Don't care one rat's ass about Jersey Shore. I laugh. Adam J. Buenos dias, amigo. Been in the ZY 10AO 
for a week and need to catch up on ass. Yes, yes, you do. Uh, we are Italian, and Caden asked me last night if we were part of the mafia. I legit saw a box of cereal that was my mom's favorite in a store and started crying. My boyfriend had to walk me out of the store, etc. I was so hysterical. I don't expect stores to remove all boxes of Honey Smacks from stores, though. No, you don't. And, and But that's what today's society wants. If this hurts your feeling, we have to get rid of it. That the, was the point of my fuck your feelings rant yesterday, stupid Darren. That's Darren's new name is stupid Darren. Stupid Darren, the point of that was, was exactly what Addict O'Brien is saying. She left the store. She doesn't expect the store never to carry that brand of cereal again. But people like you would go to that store and go, can you please take that off your shelf? It reminds me of my mother that passed. You see, because you and your feelings are more important than anybody else. Now, Darren, let's say that you were a big fan of Raisin Bran. I could come to that same store and go, that cereal reminds me of my father. Can you please take it off the shelf? What would your response to that be? Oh, you can't take that off the shelf. I like that kind of cereal. You can't have it both ways. See that, partner? You can't have it both ways. That's why I say, fuck your feelings. When I talk about my dad on this show, yes, my voice does crack because I miss him. I miss him. I, I miss him so bad. Because I know he would be very proud of the stance that I take on things. I miss my dad because my dad used to, to introduce himself to people as Arnie's dad. That's how proud he was of it. And I miss him. Now, I still go to the same restaurants I went to with my dad. And you know what I do? I remember all the good times we had. And sure, I might tear up a little bit, but I remember funny things that happened. And then I'm over it. But I don't think the restaurants that me and my dad went to should be closed down because I can no longer enjoy a meal there without thinking about my father because of my feelings. Everybody has feelings. Everybody. No matter what it is. And I'm here to tell you, deal with it. Deal with it. Be a fucking grown-up. I'm sorry that my voice cracks and that upsets you, Darren, on the show when I talk about my dad. Find another show. Don't listen to me. Like I said, you're too stupid to listen to this show. Uh, Hangtown Jen says, maybe Darren is taking your statement on the broad and general terms. Maybe he was thinking you were saying... No one can have any feelings rather than I don't care. See your emotional display over a statue, which today has no physical effect on your life. Today is only a statue which, with a story. I don't need to see you put on a show and be an ass because society seems to think it's okay because it's not. Grow the fuck up. Maybe he didn't hear it that way. No, he didn't hear it that way. All he heard was me say, fuck your feelings, and he wanted to come after me. Loss is real loss. You being offended over a flag flying at somebody's house, 
you being offended by, by things that are out of your control, and you say you're offended by it and it hurts your feelings, I don't have time for you. That's what I mean by fuck your feelings. Braddy Kidd says, did I miss something? I thought statues were meant to educate people on good or bad. Well, they're supposed to show you what history is. You see? And I can't wait for this country to go through another historical change. And I'll say it right now. This isn't going to be popular. But I will say it right here, right now. That when slavery does come back to this country, whether it be black people or slaves or white people or slaves, you reap what you sow. By the way, all the mail today is brought to you by my dear friends at JS Floors. The best in the West. Forget about this. You know what the rest like to do? This is what the rest like to do. The rest like to come into your house, steal your kids' Legos, and then embed those in the carpeting that you pick out and the flooring that you pick out to where you're walking around and all of a sudden you step on a Lego piece. That's what the rest do. You know who doesn't do that? JS Floors. Give them a call at 775-267-4123. Ratberger just sent me a text. He said, your letter writer took butthurt to an entire new level. Yeah, a new level of stupidity that I knew was in this country. I didn't think it was a part of this show. I I don't think Darren's going to be listening anymore. At least I hope he's not. Uh, Hey, Darren, where you are? Fuck you, too. (laughs) Uh, Damn it, Arnie. Arnie, You're making me cry. You make me think of my dad when you talk about your dad. God damn it, Arnie. (laughs) Uh... But see, and that, look, look, when you have feelings of real loss and real things, I, and I, I'm not going to say fuck your feelings to that. When you think about a loved one that died, when you think about, uh, uh, I get emotional over pets. I'm going to be a fucking, uh, I'm going to be a wreck when Bubba dies. I already know it. As much as that dog pisses me off, and he does on a minutely basis, I'm going to be devastated the loss of Bubba. And that will be real feelings. I was very, very, here, here, here's where I stand on this. I just found out something recently about my old high school. My old high school, the South Garland Colonels, recently changed their name to the South Garland Titans. And I was going to go to the homecoming game this year. To, to be a part of, you know, the festivities now that I'm living back in Texas because that's what we do here. I, I don't want to go anywhere near it because from what I've read and seen, they've taken down all, all the past trophies, things were, that were won by South Garland alumni, things like that. It's all been erased because somebody's feelings got hurt over the Colonel mascot. I have no time for that school anymore. I will happily go to my class reunions, which are not at that school because we all shared the same bond. But you see, when you change history and you erase it, you are doomed to repeat it. And it will happen again. Hopefully not in our lifetimes. I feel bad if you have kids or if you have grandkids Because the world that we're leaving them, what a shithole. That's all I can say is what a shithole. 
Uh, I will not be sad. He charted uh, on me yesterday and drools on me daily. Oh, he did shard on you yesterday. That was pretty funny. I'm going to say Darren is a Biden voter. He didn't like mean tweets, so he said, fuck this country. Yeah. The rest like to lay your flooring and then get their dogs crap on it. Yes, they do. See, Dave Cohn knows the rest. Dave Cohn knows what time it is. That's why you call JS Floors. We were the South Garland Colonels. We had these big pictures of southern mansions that were up there. There were never any uh, like like uh, big like portraits, uh, the 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 paintings on the cafeteria walls. There was never anyone in slave uniforms or slave outfits or anything like that. We were the South Garland Colonels. Like it or not, we had a Confederate flag that was our school flag for years, and then they changed it a little bit and put the school crest in the middle of the flag, but it was still the stars and bars. Every year a senior would wear the old gray Southern Colonel uniform and lead the football team out onto the field waving the flag. And my senior year, it was a black guy named Nehemiah Popcorn McCain, God rest his soul. He was stabbed to death by a girlfriend or something like that. Popcorn's no longer with us. But Popcorn, he was very proud to be the colonel. Very, very proud of that. But he's erased. Because somebody felt ooky about it. Look, we're we're right now. We're at a a big precipice in America, that we've allowed all this shit to happen. All these statues, statues of Abraham Lincoln, to be torn down because quote unquote he didn't care about black lives. He didn't care. That's why he he signed the Emancipation Proclamation. But we're going to take his statues down. We're going to take George Washington statues down because he had slaves back then. Get ready. Get ready. I'm just telling you this right now. Get ready. Because it's only going to get worse until we fucking finally put our foot down. The ones of us that can understand the difference between getting butthurt feelings over a picture or a sign and getting hurt feelings when you think about your loved ones that are no longer here. There is such a massive difference between the two. Why does someone that uh, has feelings that you don't agree with have to be a Biden voter? So over every excuse being politically based, this dude, the dude sucks, that's it. Look, I think that, I, I think, I ain't going to talk for Addict Brian. But I understand what she was saying. She was saying this guy's a pussy, and it seems like only pussies voted for Joe Biden. I get it. I get it because everybody was upset at the mean tweets. I get it. I think it was a joke more than anything. I don't care who you voted for. I, I don't. I, I, I'm glad you voted. That, that's the only thing I care about is that you go out and vote. You exercise your right as an American to go out and vote. And if you don't like a certain candidate that I like, it doesn't change the way I feel about you or care about you or think about you. I think a lot of people are that way. But I think it's gotten to the point where, I mean, I mean, let, let's go back to the 2016 election real quick. 
there was a girl at the the place uh, the, at the 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 radio station I worked at in Reno, who was so upset that Donald Trump won the presidency that she called in sick to work for the next two days, meaning someone had to do her job. And she was in charge of what we call traffic in the building. And that's not talking about the wreck that's on I-80. No, 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 no. Traffic is how we're going to play commercials, where commercials go during the day. It's a very, very important job in a radio station. And she was in charge of it. She missed two days of work because she was so upset at that over the election results. Something that she had, look, she went out and voted. I respect her for voting. I don't respect her for not coming into work. To me, that is someone like Darren, who is so upset and so butthurt over their side not winning. And by the way, I'd like to point out that this handmaid's tale thing that's been happening here in Texas, this is under Joe Biden's watch. Remember how everybody said, oh, my God, oh, my God, women will lose all their rights under Donald Trump. No, they lost their rights under Joe Biden. Now, you can come back at me and say, well, it was a Republican uh, uh, governor. Yeah, because of states' rights. Now, you can like Donald Trump or hate Donald Trump, but you have to admit he allowed states to have their rights. He allowed the mask mandates to be in place. He didn't jump in. He didn't jump in on any of that stuff. He allowed schools to close. Why? Because he believes in states' rights. Joe Biden, though, on the other hand, is trying to effectively stop everything that Greg Abbott or Ron DeSantis is doing in Florida. This is a, this is a president that came out and said, Anybody, any of these governors that get in my way, I will use all my power to get them out of office. He has zero power to get them out of office. That's something that a ruling dictator would say. But Donald Trump was the bad guy. Just want to point that out. Uh, jokes get annoying when they're repeated and everything. My bad for missing it. Okay. I was pretty upset when Obama won re-election, but I still showed up to work the next day. Yep. I had to devote numerous staff meetings discussing feelings at the college I worked at in California during that election because people were so distraught. Can I ask, what were they distraught about? Like, I, 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 I still to this day, I don't understand what everybody was so distraught about when Donald Trump was elected. I, 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 and I'm being honest here. I know a lot of people didn't like the man. Oh, because he said he likes to grab women by the pussy. Okay, well, you've never been around men then. Men talk that way. And, and uh, this is one of my favorite things I talk about is that election. The 2016 election had to be one of my favorite elections of all time. Because I'll never forget, you know, having a discussion with somebody in the hallway when they said, well, well, he said he'd grab women by their pussies. Well, he, he said that to one person. Look, I'll be honest with you. I heard the tape. He said he'd grab women by the pussy. He was talking to Billy Bush on a bus, and he didn't know the microphone was up. Now, is that an excuse? No. But what is an excuse and what's not really an excuse, but it's just the facts. Like it or not, that's the way men talk. When they're around their buddies in locker rooms, that's the way men talk. And I actually had, quote-unquote, men in the radio station in Reno that I worked at who said they've never said anything like that. 
And I just, I, I, I'm, I'm, I'm truly sorry, but no, no, I, I, I can't. Uh... That was bullshit. Warning, warning, bullshit alert. No, no, I, I've been around plenty of guys. I know men. I know how men talk. And yes, Cowboys girl, you say it, and I believe that to be true, that women talk even worse. He was having a locker room conversation that was being recorded. Fuck, if you were to hear some of the shit that I said in locker rooms, I don't know if I, I wouldn't even have a broadcasting job. Um, that was what I thought too, Arnie. They thought that he was going to pursue DACA students and kick them out as well as overturn gay marriage, which, by the way, he didn't do. Um, they were in tears. It was too much. I hate how it seems everything that uh, has Southern heritage is racist now, but we overlooked the fact that Volkswagen and other popular brands used slave trade during World War II and supported Hitler. Well, if, if you truly want to get rid of bad things in this world, Coca-Cola and Fanta, you know why Fanta is still a drink to this day is because uh, as, a, a, as a sign to America during World War II, Coca-Cola said, we will not ship our recipe, the product, to Germany. Well, they gave him the recipe, and that's how Fanta was made. So it was still an American company giving Germans what they wanted. Just saying. When Donald Trump was elected, I thought this country would get better, and it did. If they would have given him another four years, I think things would have been done. But now it will take even longer than four years to recover from Biden's first six months of destruction. I agree. I was distraught when Biden won because I didn't realize America was that dumb. Us Orange Man supporters saw this coming because we can actually see facts and get over tweets and bad tanning. My entire football and baseball team in high school can't be president. No, 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 no one I know. If there's anybody that went to school with me, including my friend Brian, who's running for Congress, if you went to school with me in that era, if you graduated between like 86 and 93, there is no way you can ever run for president. Ever. So there you go. There you go, Darren. I, I, I hope that I've made you happy today with your stupid fucking email, you jack off. All right, next one here. Let's see. Let's get back to mail. And I think this one has to do with that shit too. Suck in your gut. It's time for mail call. Don't move. Stay where you are. It's time for mail call. Okay, now what the fuck do you want? Dear Arnie, my name is Terry, and I'm the mom of two in high school right now. And I have to say that you really opened my eyes to what kids are going through in college with that story from Arizona State. I would never allow my kid to go to a school that didn't look out for them. In, in parentheses, we are white. How can this be justified in today's society that everyone can take shots at white students? My youngest is a freshman in high school, and I don't know what I would do if this happened there. I believe that we are all equal and we should be treated that way. And that's from Terry, who's obviously their mom. Um, like I said, Terry, it's only going to get worse. That... That's why. It, it, it's only going to get worse. It's going to come down to the high school level. That you're going to have a multicultural center. And I'm surprised I haven't seen a video of it yet. 
but there's going to end up being a multicultural center at a high school because high school kids think that they're entitled to the same thing that college kids are. We were all in high school. We were all juniors and seniors and thought that we were too big for our britches, and they're going to build one of these, and God forbid, Terry, that one of your sons goes into that and gets accosted by somebody who's not even as well, they are a student, but they're 30 years old. Maybe they're, maybe they're a teaching assistant, and they tell those kids to get out of there because they're white. I, I don't know. I honestly don't know, like, what is happening in America because when you don't allow one group of people to do something based on the color of their skin, that is the definition of, definition of racism. That's truly what racism is. Whether it's as benign as saying the A or R ending of the N-word, or whether it's something like this, a multicultural center where white kids aren't allowed. I would say this. Yeah, Arise, I understand. Every college has this crap going on. The kids aren't safe from it anywhere. That's every college. Their kids are in high school, and I think it's going to end up there. How long until we see this? You ready for this? There, I got the Jeopardy muse. How long until we see the signs that say, whites not allowed? Anybody who disagrees with this, you're welcome to come here. I will gladly have a conversation with you about this because uh, there are a lot of people that would hit me with the, well, Arnie, they're just showing how wrong this is. Now they know how it feels. Well, if it was wrong before to say no blacks allowed in a club or a bar, then putting a sign up that says no whites allowed in a club or bar is equally as wrong. And we all had mamas and daddies growing up, at least most of us did, where we were taught two wrongs do not make a right. So if you're putting these signs up and saying, well, we're doing this to show them what for. Well, you knew it was bad before. This is equally as bad. Actually, it's even worse. Because now you're going to oppress someone who had no, they did not have anything to do with your ancestors' oppression or your grandma's oppression in the 60s. You're talking about these 18-year-old kids in the fucking multicultural center. Them kids had nothing to it, and, and they have a sticker And their sticker doesn't say white power or white is right. It simply says police lives matter. If they had giant stickers on there that were claiming white power, I think we could sit down and have a conversation. I honestly do. 
I think that I would be more than happy to address those two young men and say, this is not the place for you. This is the multicultural center. If you want to spread your hate and your shit like that, then you find another place to go. I would be happy to escort them out. But trying to equate white power to police lives matter, nah, not on my watch. No, sir. Mm-mm. No, they, they don't equate. That, 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 that round peg doesn't fit into that square hole. Legally, they can't uphold that one. Uh, let's see. A number of us wouldn't want Trump president again because of the circus everything became, not him, but others like the media, someone else who stands up for what they believe in, uh, but is an insider unlike Trump. Legally, they can't uphold that one. I don't think we will see whites not allowed. I think we may at some point see a sign with a color scale and an arrow that points to a color and says, you must be at least this dark tanner. Wait, when did this happen to them? I do not believe they were slaved, forced to sit in certain seats. No. Three lefts do make a right. Okay, there you go. I mean, and Terry, you're right. We are all equal. I, I, I'm. We, we're all equal. Isn't that what we strove, it, it, not we, but people like Martin Luther King and Malcolm X in the 60s, they, 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 they stood and they marched for, is to be treated equal. Not better, but equal. Because the white people that were in charge at the time were not treating black people equally. And they should have been, and they were called out for it. But now it seems that, well... We're not equal anymore. If you're white, you're wrong. If you're white, you're a lower-class citizen. Okay. Okay. I'll I'll play along with that. That's fine by me. You want to have it? You run the world your way and watch it go right to fucking hell. I don't have many years left on this earth. I'm fat. I, 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 I have Alzheimer's that runs in my family. I'm 50 now. I might have 15, 20 good years left in me. That's about it. Okay, I'm cool with that. See ya. I will tell you this right now. When I do go, when I do pass, I don't want you to cry for me. I don't want you to even think about it. I want you to think about how peaceful I will be looking then because I'll no longer have to put up with this bullshit world. Because that's what this world is. It is fucking full of bullshit. And I, I understand what you're saying. Legally, they can't uphold that one. The, the, if you're white, you're, you're going to see it on a college campus. You might now see it at Arizona State. Because they aren't doing anything to that girl. They aren't punishing her. They want those two male students kicked out of that school. I think we're about a weekend away from seeing a sign in that multicultural center, white's not allowed. Or they'll put something on there, oppressive white's not allowed. And it's up to them then to determine if you're oppressive or not. That's what I think is going to happen, but that's just me. Uh, All right, next one here. 
because I, I, I've almost given up on our country ever coming back. It, it, it's really pathetic. Don't move. Stay where you are. It's time for mail call. And here. Listen up. It's time for mail call. Okay, now what the fuck do you want? Uh, another letter on it. Uh, Ari, why is there such a thing called a multiracial center in college now? I mean, isn't that what all college is? How is it that a group of people who have their own dorms now, who have had their own proms and graduations along with their own college-funded foundation, can say that they're oppressed? Have they changed the definition of oppressed to as to mean to getting whatever it is they want and not having to allow anyone else in? I, too, am confused. Thank God you are here to voice the opinion that so many are afraid to do. Keep up the amazing shows, Jason. That is pretty funny. So we we have segregated proms that they're okay with. Segregated graduations that they're okay with. Segregated dorms that they're okay with. Not to mention the college foundation. How are they oppressed? We allow them to do all this. We didn't force them. You're invited to the regular prom, but you choose to go to your culture's prom. Nobody said that you can't go to graduation, but you want to have your own graduation. Why is that? Are you not a part of that school? Were you not in classes with those other kids? Oh, you were. But you want to graduate separate from them. Huh. Isn't that interesting? Jason, you said that in a really great way, by the way. Who lives longer, Arnie or Bubba? Probably Bubba. They're now trying to equate Latinos with white people, so we shouldn't be treated as minorities. I can't make this shit up. We're not brown enough. Jesus Christ. Oh, as long as you uh, make it as long as Grandma Edna or Charlton Heston. Uh, We'll see. We'll see. All someone would have to do is complain to the Office of Civil Rights that they should come knocking on college's doors. Should be the operative word. Yeah, I, I think so. But if you go to the, uh, the ACLU or something like that, the ACLU likes to sue themselves. I can't count on the ACLU or anybody in the civil rights campaigns to do the right thing anymore. They've been corrupted. They've been bastardized. They, they all have this feeling that now it's time to oppress the man. Okay, that's fine. That, they, you know, you want to oppress me? That's fine. I, I, I don't care anymore. I've fucking given up. You, you want to oppress white people? That's great. You know what? I won't go to your stores. I won't go, or I'll go when you tell me to go, because I'm just tired. I'm tired. And then when you realize, wait a second, we can't make the world go around without everybody, don't come knocking on my door. Don't, because I'm sick of it. It's old. It's played out. I've talked enough about this bullshit. It's it's to the point now where I just want to wash my hands of it. I see stories like this, and I'll report them, and I'll get upset, and I'll go on my rants. But there are too many people like Darren out there in the world. 
that will break down and call in sick to work because they ran over a squirrel on their way to work today. I don't have time for those people. My world will not revolve around those people. I don't have time for them anymore. And if I can't be in their world, then that's fine. I don't want to be in their world. Uh, EGB3 says, that's okay. We'll take the Mexicans. Goddamn right we will. Fucking A. Give me some damn tacos. Fuck you. Y'all can't have tacos no more. Well, that's, that's a white man's thing now. OCR audits colleges, though. I went through an audit. They talk to everyone. They want equality. They even look at scholarships and make sure just as many are available by race, gender, etc. cetera. Uh, I, I appreciate that, Arise. I, I really do. And I, I hope that rings true. By the way, I, I'm just wondering, OCR, I, I don't know how I can contact them, but have they been contacted about this Arizona State thing? Hold on a second here. Uh, OC, I don't know what OCR stands for. Uh... It's not that. Uh, what does OCR mean? I don't want it in healthcare. Optical character recognition technology? No, no, no. Office for Civil Rights. Okay, that's what it stands for. The Office for Civil Rights. There we go. How can I email them? Because I, 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 well, I would like to email them. Uh, contact. Eligibility for grants. Contact us. Here we go. Uh, mailing address, do do do. Ask a question. I'll just ask the question. Uh, ask the question. Uh, budget, no. Title Nine, Civil Rights Data Collection, OCR Investigations. There we go. Where can I view pending civil? Uh, I just want to email them. Just let me send you an email. Have questions? Submit your question. Okay, here we go. I'll submit it here. Oh, okay. Question. What is being done to investigate the actions that recently happened at Arizona State University and two white students who were kicked out of the multi-culture area due to the fact that they were white and one kid had a sticker that said, Police Lives Matter. Uh, are you investigating this occurrence. Ooh, I spelled it. Oh, I almost spelled it right. There you go. I'll just click on that. Oh. Thank you for your time. Sin sincerely, not really, Arnie States. There you go. 
All right, I sent the question to him. Because that, that that's a real question. I love the fact you're a mailing OCR, and I usually do everything I can to avoid them and getting in trouble with them. Well, somebody's got to. So it's, somebody has to. I, I it, look. This isn't this isn't me trying to be a dick or anything like that. This is a this is a real thing. Somebody's got to find out if they are doing their jobs. Speaking of tacos, you know how some black folks love to scream cultural appropriation. You know how many taco trucks I've seen pop up and ran by black folks? You know what Mexicans don't do? Gatekeep and scream cultural appropriation. Maybe you should. Maybe we all should. Maybe we should all just start standing up and screaming for shit. And by the way, Jason, to get back to your letter, yes, all colleges are multicultural centers. Not all of them. Thank you for contacting Information Resource Center. Your email has been received, and we will provide a response within five days. Okay. I'm going to take that, and I'm going to put that in my work folder, and we'll get back to it. How about that? Catch me outside. How about that? Oh, whoops. Edit, undo. Okay. I, I, oh, I hope I didn't mess shit up. Maybe I did. Maybe I didn't. I don't know. All right, next one here. Let's go. More mail. Don't move. Stay where you are. It's time for mail call. And here. Listen up. It's time for mail call. What the fuck do you want? Dear Arnie, I am newly engaged and was wondering if I could please get some advice on what I should do for my fiance for this year for Christmas. Don't get married. Um, we got engaged at the beginning of September, and we want to get married in the spring. Ooh, he wanted advice, didn't he? Wait, let, let me let me check to make sure. It, is this one? Yeah, yeah. I think I I, I think I got to. I I, I think we got to sing, right? I, I mean, we haven't sung yet today, and, and I need to lighten things up here. So let's see. Uh, I always do the country roads. Oh, I like I like this one. This is one I like here. Uh, all right. Let's see. Where's it at? Come on. I had it in here. It was in here. Oh, there it is. Okay, here we go. That's not the song. That's an ad. Three, two, one. Let's go. Band ready? All right, here we go. Oh, yeah. I am somebody that you don't know, but you're asking me It's 8 a.m. Ask me on the street, it's all right. Ask me online, it's out of sight. And I'm like, hey, you're okay. Cause I don't want no coffee, I don't want no tea. Just give me Dr. Pepper, that's all that I need. Uh oh. And sticks and stones only break them bones, and uh oh. this one in a while. 
stop that one now. Let's do this one. Get y'all ready. Only got time for two today. Ask Arnie. He, he is fat. Not just plump, but holy crap. He wants to talking about right there now we got wait wait before we get back to email here hold on stack has got some troubles i can see him talking about mail some asshole broke into our community mailbox on sunday morning dumbasses do not know if post offices don't work on sundays thanks for stealing all my junk mail okay good glad you didn't lose anything important uh all right so this is from marcus it says i'm newly engaged and was wondering if i could please Get your advice on what I should do for my fiancé this year for Christmas. We got engaged at the beginning of September, and we want to get married in the spring. Thank God you're not doing it during college football season. Boy, there is nothing worse in the South than fall marriages. They don't work. Now, with that said, we are saving all of our money for the big day. And I was wondering, I wanted to get her something really nice for Christmas, but I would rather that money go towards the wedding. What would you suggest? Thank you, Marcus. Boy, Marcus, this one, this this is a doozy here. Because you see, you're damned if you do and you're damned if you don't. And Marcus, hear me now and believe later, as Hans and Franz would say. You are in a, you're in a bad situation here and I'm about to make it all better. Your Uncle Arnie is coming to the rescue for you. Okay. Marcus, this is what you got to do. And all men know how hard this is, and it's a pain in the ass because sometimes the gals just go, yep, 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 yep. Marcus, you got to pay attention to her now. And by pay attention, I mean you got to find the little stuff that she wants. Okay? that's You can get her something. Get her something for Christmas, and don't forget Valentine's Day because – if you're not going to get married till the spring, that's after Valentine's Day. So you listen to her. You listen to things that she bitches about and things that she wants or, or likes. Says that's cool. That aren't that expensive. And you get her a few of those for Christmas and a couple of those for Valentine's Day. Mm, you are going to be hitting home runs, my friend. And that way you can save money for the big day. You don't have to worry about buying her a, a diamond, you know, tennis bracelet or diamond earrings, or anything like that. Maybe, maybe she said that she wanted subscription to HBO Max. That's like 13 bucks a month. Okay, you do that one. You put that one in there, you bundle it all together. Uh, see, Cowboys Girl, this is, that, 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 that's dangerous there. See, and let me tell you why it's dangerous. Because most women... A lot of women aren't up front. 
See, this is why I have a lot of women that listen to the Ash Show, because they are up front, and they'll tell you what they want. Because I do know that all women are not the same. You are correct. There are women out there that you can actually talk to your woman and ask her what she'd like, more money for the wedding or an expensive gift. But it's not about an expensive gift. He wants to get her something. So get her something that will mean something to her that's not that expensive. Check off something on her wedding list. Book the caterer. Oh, that's great. Bravo. I like that. That bratty kid, no chance. I'll be listening. You just yap and yap and yap all the time. Uh, Check off something on the wedding list. Book the caterer, her photographer. Put money towards her dress. Buy the shoes. Do something like that. Then a little gift like HBO Max. Perfect. That, I didn't even think of that. That right there is bravo. Hot Stephanie, bravo. I, I, I mean, we got to get the right sound effects in here for that one. That's some, good, that, that's some good shit right there. Where'd the right fucking sound effect go? I just put it in here yesterday. For the love of God, where the hell is it? There it is. There you go. Marcus, my, Marcus, find out what kind of shoes she wants. If they are Christian Louis Vuittons, you better talk her out of that one because those are about anywhere from $800 to $20,000 a pair. Believe me, I know. Uh, No, I've never bought a pair. Not for me, not for anybody, but I have looked at them. Not for me, though. All right, so there you go. Marcus, I hope that helped you. Next mail. Not bucket. It's time for mail call. Welcome to mail call. Okay, now what the fuck do you want? Uh, Arnie. Can I ask you what made you get your first tattoo? And then what made you continue getting tattoos? I'm 22 and haven't gotten one yet because I'm afraid that I will want more and more and more. Oh, you Billy Idol song? Sometimes men don't find tattooed girls attractive and I don't want to end up with some former felon. <laughs> That's from Barbara. Uh, Barbara, don't... It's no big deal you're 22 and you haven't gotten your first tattoo yet. There's some, I know people, I, I, my best friend Tommy, he's born in March, so I'm older than he is. He's 49. I just turned 50. Tommy does not have one tattoo. My buddy Dave does not have one tattoo, and he's 51. I know a lot of people that don't have tattoos. Okay, It seems that everybody has tattoos now. Barbara, if you want to get a tattoo, what made me get my first tattoo is because I wanted one. That was as as rebellious as I could be against my father. He told me my whole life growing up, you don't want tattoos. I've always thought tattoos were cool. To me, it's artwork that you can take with you. And I love it. My most recent tattoo is one of my favorites. My, My tribute to my Stanley lamp I have in my room. It's my armadillo on my Texas leg. We only got one more tattoo for this leg to do, and that's big Tex on my thigh. But... What made me get my tattoo is I wanted it. Dakar says, I'm 40, no tattoos. Brady Kid says, I would not check something off the list unless you know that's uh, one. Yeah, exactly. That's true. You book a bad photographer or the food isn't right, you fucked up the way. Yes. The shoes is a great idea. But find out exactly what pair of shoes she wants and get those shoes. But if they're Christian Louboutin, once again, you're going to want to put her in a different angle. She can buy those motherfuckers. But yes, uh, why do you care if a guy likes them or not? It's about you if you like them. Yeah, no tattoos here either. I'm not a fan of them. 
Hang Time Jenna says, well, Barbara, there are a whole lot of men who enjoy women with tattoos. You get them for you. The right person will love you, all of you, the way you are and the way you intend to be. I don't like men with tattoos. That's good. I'm glad, Braddy Kid, you don't like men with tattoos. That's fantastic. Um, by the way, not all men with tattoos or guys who have a lot of tattoos are felons. Now, I've broken the law a few times, but I'm not a felon. But, Barbara, if you want a tattoo, get a tattoo. Now, I'm not going to tell you what to get. Get something that's important to you. I, I, I don't like always getting tattoo questions. Tattoo questions for me are, are one of those that are either you like tattoos or you don't. If you don't like tattoos, that's no big deal. I don't care. I have them because I like them. I remember before I had my full sleeves, I had, them, I had half sleeves. It went down to my elbows. I remember my dad asking me one day, he goes, how come you haven't, you know, filled the... My dad hated tattoos. My dad died at 80-something years old, 84 years old, 85 years old. Never had one tattoo. Hated them. Hated all my tattoos. He never got to see my Jesus thumb, thumbs up tattoo, though, which that sucks. He saw my watch, which is... My, my, my wrists are tributes to my dad. Uh, my left wrist has a watch on it where it's 10.07, and the, the second hand is on 30 seconds. That's his birthday. And the right hand, my dad was adopted by the man named States. That's why my last name is States. My dad's original birth name was Rickaby, and we can't find the actual, the, the official crest. We found my birth mom's official crest. We never found dad. So I, I put a uh, piano keys on my wrist, because to me, that's what my dad was, was a piano player. So, And by the way, he hated them both. When I showed them to him, he's like, oh, those look good on you. Huh. I got them for me. I didn't get them for him. I got them for me. So, Barbara, get the tattoo. If you want to get a tattoo, get a tattoo. Who the fuck cares what somebody thinks about your tattoo? See, this is the, this is the thing. It, this can even go back to the first emails that we're so deep about. Why do other people's opinions matter so much to you about things that you want, things that make you happy? As long as you're not infringing on their rights, why are you worried about what somebody will say about you having tattoos? But my dad asked me, he goes, why didn't you get your arms done? I go, well, you know, I, I listen to you I, in case something happens. And then one day I realized I'm always going to be behind a microphone. This is my career. And eventually, someday, I'm going to be my own boss, which I am now. So I could get the tattoos. I have my fingers tattoos, my hands tattooed. I can't, covering this shit up would take forever. So I choose not to cover them up. I don't like covering up my tattoos. Fuck it. They're mine. I got my first tattoo at 17, lied about my age, and had wanted them ever since I was about three. I never thought about what a man would think of them. Maybe I should have. Oops. No, you shouldn't have. You did. You made you. You made you happy. See that? That's what we got to start doing. We have to make ourselves happy. We're trying to make ourselves happy for other people. We're trying to make other people happy for us. Make yourself happy. Make yourself happy. The rest will fall in line. I got mine a year ago. Yes, you did, Dave Co. Yeah, if a man doesn't like the tattoos, he's not for you. 
Dave Coe says, my first and only. Yes. Hey, and that's fine. You want to get one? That's fine. I don't care. Look, man. It's not like we have a cool club that we all go to and show off our tattoos to one another. You know, the only time I worry about my tattoos when my kids were little, and honestly, not a whole lot of tattooed moms at that time. I tended to cover them up and wear longer sleeves and pants when at school functions until my kids were older because their friends' parents were judgy people in general, and judgy, and I didn't want my kids affected by my choices. Well, there you go. And, and you did the thing. You covered them up. You didn't want to deal with judgy bullshit. Barbara, Barbara, let me just say this right now. You're 22. Figure out if you really do want a tattoo or not. I wanted a tattoo. That, that's the only thing. What made me get my first tattoo is I wanted one. I got my first tattoo when I was in high school. On my September birthday. Turned 18 before everybody else, so boom. There you go. All right, next one here. Hey, Listen up, it's time for mail call! Get that sandwich out of your pie hole and listen up, maggot. It's time for mail call! What the fuck do you want? Uh, this one is from Blake. It says, Arnie, I watched your stand-up show recently, and I have to say that it fucking killed. Why don't you go out on the road more? I haven't laughed that hard at a joke in a while, but the pork snorkeling fucking got me. Please continue to do comedy because you're really good at it. Well, thank you, Blake. I appreciate it. I don't live, I, I hate living out of a suitcase. This is why I don't go on the road and do these things. And the road is for professional comedians. I'm a professional broadcaster that comedians are kind enough to allow me into their world to dip my toe in there and then get the fuck out. Because being a comedian is a tough fucking racket. Uh-uh. Don't want any part of it. Hangtown Gen parents at schools are judgy anyways. I always stared at, at my mom because I was so much younger than them. None of them talk to me either. Yeah, yeah, fuck, fuck the judgy people, even though I'm judgy as shit. Uh, all right, last one here. Uh, here we go. Get that sandwich out of your pie hole and listen up, maggot. It's time for mail call. Don't move. Stay where you are. It's time for mail call. Okay, now what the fuck do you want? Arnie, I was just wondering if you could settle the debate that my friends and I have sometimes about fast food restaurants. Yes, yes, I can. I can because I'm an expert in fast food. Uh, this way I can go back to them and say, see, Arnie said dot, dot, dot. Okay, who has the best onion rings in fast food? I say Burger King, and my friends think I'm an idiot. Okay, that's the first question. We'll stop with that one first. I'm going to have to agree with your friends on this one. Burger King onion rings are disgusting. There is not, that, that is awful. Those aren't even onion rings. I don't know what the fuck they're doing. Now, their onion ring sauce that you can dip it in, that shit's pretty gold. Mm. The Habit has good onion rings? Okay. I was going to go with, I was going to stick fast food world, like super fast food drive through world. If I had to get a, if I got onion rings, uh, there's there's two places, three places that have good onion rings. I'll go in third place is uh, Carl's Jr. Second place is Jack in the Box. And first place is Sonic. Sonic onion rings are better than everybody else's. Sonic onion rings remind me of State Fair onion rings. Not a whole lot of batter on there. The onions are cooked. It, it, 
Sonic onion rings are the way to go. Carl's Jr. onion rings, they would be my third place. It's minced onion. Burger King onion rings belong in the garbage. It's minced onion that aren't even cooked and say, yeah, I hate I hate Burger King onion rings. Hate them. Mm. People love the Carl's Jr. Okay, that's my third. I like Jack in the Box a little bit better. Just a little bit. I will order onion rings from Carl's Jr. We have one Carl's Jr. in Rockwall. One. We went there, and I'm not a big Carl's Jr. guy. I like their breakfast. But, yeah, as onion rings go, I go Sonic. Sonic tastes like they add something sweet to the batter, too. It tastes like a state fair. It, it, that's the way it's supposed to taste. Uh, I like Carl's because they're whole onions, and you can pull the onions out and just eat the ring. I hate onions, but love onion rings. Okay. All right, next question. When it comes to chicken sandwiches, I stay true to Chick-fil-A. So, Chick-fil-A, look, I love Chick-fil-A chicken sandwich. I don't don't venture out. If I'm going to get a chicken sandwich, I don't go to McDonald's for chicken. A lot of people love Popeyes. I'm not a big fan of Popeyes. I just don't like Popeyes. That's just me. Uh, there's there's all kinds of other places, Zaxby's and Cane's and all these chicken sandwiches. I think, look, look, if you like Chick- Chick-fil-A, then stay true to Chick-fil-A. Zachar says best chicken sandwich is KFC. Is this their new one? They're, I haven't had their new one. When I go to KFC, I got to get thighs. I got to get, I, I have to get their thighs. Their thighs are gold. Man. Mm-mm-mm. Yeah, chicken sandwich. Look, chicken sandwiches are getting played out. I'm, I'm getting tired of chicken sandwiches. I'm so tired of seeing the ads for them. This last one, though, this one, this one right here is the truth. This one's tough. Uh, Arnie, forget onion rings. The blooming onion from Outback tops them all. Look, I look, I, I love the blooming onion, but that's not fast food. And you people that want fried pickles, then you get fried, you get fat. I'm, I'm, I'm leaning in the fast food world. That's where I'm leaning right now. I'm trying to help this young person out. I say young because I'm 50, and I know that I'm older than everybody. Um, all right. And finally, what is your opinion on what's better? Regular french fries, steak fries, squiggly fries, tater tots, or waffle fries? Thank you for your show and your humor. You are the man. <sighs> okay, let's see. I'm going to put regular fries at the very bottom. That, that, that's the least of them. I'll go squiggly fries next. I like those. The crinkle cut fries, I like those. Steak fries are awesome. Steak fry, if you go to that Philly cheesesteak place that's over by McCooney in Roseville, those are some of the best fucking steak fries I've ever had. Waffle fries, oh, look, look. This is a battle that is won easily by Carl's Jr. I do like Chick-fil-A's waffle fries. They are delicious. But when it comes down to it, the waffle fries at Carl's Jr. are second to none. But my number one, and it will be number one, 
forever and ever and ever. Oh, yeah, they didn't even mention curly fries in there. My number one will always be tater tots. I will choose tater tots over everything. Tater tots are, this is the highest praise I can give, tater tots are what I call the truth. There's a uh, Sonic has them. There's a few places that have them, fast food place-wise. If you're ever at an event and you see Drewski's, their food truck in Sacramento there, they do like Korean beef nachos. But instead of using chips, they use tater tots. Holy shit. Holy shit. Those are so good. So I go tater tots number one. I haven't had good tater tots in a while. Man, oh, man. Right, kid said this is making me want Arby's. Fuck, I don't want Arby's. I want Keller's. That'd be good. Oh, yucca. I say it every time, and I feel a little bit less American, but I hate tater tots. How can you hate tater tots? Tater tots are a flavor. That's a party. I don't hate regular fries. I don't hate steak fries. I don't hate squiggly fries. I don't hate waffle fries. I don't, I don't hate curly Q fries. How can you hate? Hate is such a strong word. Good God. Arby's can go eat a butthole. <laughs> That's Dave Coe saying that, not me. All right, if you want to write me, please write me at arnieradio1 at gmail.com.
democracy Yeah, I got more records in the KGB So, uh, no funny business Are you already
775-357-FANS or 775-376-ECEZ. yes. I hate sweet potato fries. I wouldn't go as far as saying they taste like the devil's turds, but yeah, pretty damn close. I remember when those first came out, I tried them, and I was like, yeah, okay. Now I fucking hate them. Yuck. Look, you want to be healthy, don't eat anything that's fried. You fucktards. You fucktards that get the healthy menus put in places like McDonald's and other places like that. Stop it. Us people that don't care about nutrition and clogged arteries, we want to go to those places. Don't try to come and help with your, your cool salad and your, your sweet potato fries. They can go to hell. That's where they can go right to hell. Brady kid, this is disturbing. That Arby's is going to discontinue the potato cakes? Well, you're going to see me on a clock tower with a high-powered rifle then. Why are places doing it? Why are you getting rid of shit that built you up? The foundation, I barely ever go to Taco Bell anymore. And that's all in reason that they got rid of the Mexican pizza. They can go fuck themselves. You bring back the Mexican pizza, I start going there again. That's bullshit. I'm glad that everybody likes today's music. No, it's not better than yesterday's. Yesterday's was fine. Uh... Oh, man, do we have a story here. Are you ready for this? You ready for this? Surprise, surprise, surprise. It only took three days of deliberation. The jury started late Friday after hearing from 50 witnesses throughout the trial, only five of whom testified for the defense. And the jury found R&B singer R. Kelly believed to be, well, they found him to be guilty on all charges in his trial on racketeering. That's like the mob shit there, racketeering and sex trafficking. He could face decades in prison. I heard that he could face up to 100 years in prison. And by the way, he should. R. Kelly, look, the the streets are safer now that R. Kelly is no longer on the streets. Now, I know that there's another person out there that's probably doing the same stuff. I don't think they're a gigantic pop star that provided one of the better themes to a fucking animated movie. The I Believe I Can Fly. Somebody needs to redo that because I can't play R. Kelly. He's a sex trafficker. This is different than, like... You know, the lead singer of Motley Crue or somebody like that banging a bunch of groupies. He kept these women as slaves. Thank God. I believe he's going to get butt raped in prison. That's what I believe. I believe he's going to cry when someone sticks their wiener in his eye. He cries every night and day. Saying that prison sex is A-OK. What a piece of shit. Oh. Attorney Gloria Allred said, Of all the predators I've ever pursued, Mr. Kelly is the worst. He's the worst. He's worse than Cosby? Man, Man, there's a Mount Rushmore that we will never do. 
Worst sexual predators. The Mount Rushmore of sexual predators. He's going to have plenty of golden showers in prison. I, I How long? Uh, okay, so he's probably going to get, of course, said, well, he doesn't have money anymore. Because he's broke. Is he going protective custody? Because if he doesn't go in protective custody, he doesn't have much. He doesn't. He doesn't stand a chance. Even if he does go in protective custody, he does. He doesn't stand a a, a, a long chance. <laughs> Thank you, Stackar, for the alien versus predator, and it's alien versus Bill Cosby. Mm. Ooh, I like that. V. Coop, I like that. The human centipede of predators. I mean, we figured it out. We've, we've got Cosby, R. Kelly, and Jeffrey Epstein right there. Who is the front of that train, though? Oh. Do we get the flossle dozzle? Can I eat the dog food? And then I poop in the mouth of the guy behind me, and then he gets that, and he poops it in the mouth of the guy behind him. Flossle dozzle, the poopy pop. Ooh, can I have a pudding pop not made out of poo-poo? Jared from Subway? Dear Lord. Man, oh, oh, you know what? I'll work on this today. The human centipede of sex traffickers or predators. Hillary? Is she? I don't know if she's a really a sex predator. I mean, she's a bad person and all. Ghislaine Maxwell could be on there. Epstein, Clinton, Cosby, R. Kelly, the one Danny Glover killed. <laughs> oh, man. All right, so he's in prison. You know who else? Look, this person should be in prison. I got to say, the more I find out about Britney Spears' daddy, I, I, I feel ooky. Like, I feel like I have to, 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 like, wash when you hear the stories about her daddy. Her attorney told the court Monday that the chickens have truly come home to roost. Well, he's obviously from Louisiana because he's using that kind of terminology in L.A. courtroom. That her daddy, Jamie, hired security secretly to record his daughter without her permission. He ran an intense surveillance apparatus that monitored her communications and also captured attorney-client communications. Now, now I got I look I when I as soon as I saw this story I started to think and and you guys know how my brain is all fucked up and how I think. I'm gonna ask a question and then I'm gonna be quiet for a second to let it sink into you. If, if if her daddy is recording her secretly, that means he's going to have cameras up in there. All right, this is the question I ask, ass family. The the over under the over number over under number is fifteen. I'd like to know what the over under is. How many times he masturbated? to either Brittany and her boyfriend having sex, and he could hear it, obviously, or he videoed it, and how many times did he masturbate to his daughter? 
Tim says every time. Uh, v Coop says over. I'll go daily. I mean, she lives in California. California is a two. It's a two party consent state. Where if you're monitoring, because there are some states that you can be recorded, and the other person doesn't know they're being recorded, and it can hold up in court. California is not one of those states, so both parties need to know that they're being recorded. Yeah, that's what the security guy might have said. There was audio, not video. Dad, I, I, I will say this right now. I'll just say it, and I, I don't care. I ain't going to take it back. I guarantee. Her daddy had at least one camera in her bathroom. I ain't going to, I'm just saying that, and that, that maybe the security guy didn't know about it. But if this guy is willing to bug his daughter and listen into her talks with her attorneys, which is highly illegal, by the way, her dad should not only lose the conservatorship, this motherfucker needs to be in jail. I mean, the more you find out about the drug cocktails they were making this girl take, and I'm looking at a picture of her while she's performing, and holy God. Oh, man. If she comes back to performing in Vegas, I want to go see her because she might show a boob on stage now. I'm just saying. Because Britney's a tad bit on the crazy side, which is why we all love her. Whoops-a-daisy, nipple flopped out in Vegas. Who's going to complain? I ain't complaining. By the way, you can't flop out a nipple. My child says, who's taking their child to a fucking Britney Spears concert? Britney Spears is all about the sex. Now, see, this video, I think this video ranks up there as high as the video that Steve Wynn has locked away somewhere of when Montecore the Tiger attacked Roy when they were performing in front of people. And all of a sudden, out of nowhere, the tiger just decided to <laughs> rotcha the shit out of Roy's neck, making him stroke out and all that kind of shit. There is video of. Steve Wynn has announced that it, it, it's in Las Vegas. Of course there's video of. And these are in the days before cell phones. You know, we curse having cell phones now. I curse not having them back then. But I'm telling you right now, this one, this Britney Spears video would equal that. Because I think that her daddy has had a video camera somewhere in there where he's monitoring her. I think this prick needs a spot on the centipede train. Oh, yeah. I mean, honestly, I I feel this girl's life was taken away from her. And she's still young. She's got plenty of life to live, but I think she's probably gone crazy now. She's been under this conservatorship since 2008. I feel bad. I, I, I feel so bad for her. I think I feel bad because, to me, there, there's always an outside chance that Brittany could see me and then whisk me away. Not that I'd ever go away with her, but because she has such bad choices in men. I don't know enough about this new guy yet. But come on, she picked Sam, fucking Kevin Federhofer. Federline, she she had babies with Federline. She cannot pick a man to save her life. Oh, Brittany, thank God. 
Jessica Jessica Simpson's dad was oh Jessica Simpson's dad. I guarantee you. I think I I I won't say I guarantee you because he probably lives still somewhere here in the Metroplex or in L.A. Uh, but I, I I think he he probably rubbed one out in front of her. I, that's what I think. That that's just me though. I I can't blame him. I mean, but 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 I can because it's your daughter. That's just icky and gross. But, yeah, in her defense, she was on drugs, and drugs are bad. Okay. Okay, drugs are bad. Okay. Oh, man. Brittany is free, free at last. God bless her. Come on, Jamie. Sell those tapes. And then Hangtown Jen sent me this story yesterday. She only sent me the headline. I found the story. By the way, I this happened in Alabama. Shocking. A uh, guy was in jail. They released him about a week later. Yeah, he got in trouble again. He was arrested for a second time. 37-year-old Matthew Williamson was brought up on charges on my birthday, September 17th, for breaking into a car and stealing property. He made bond when he was released. He stole a car two hours later. Then on September 22nd, officers responded to a report of a break-in at a concession stand at an athletic complex. Mr. Williamson was found sleeping in the press box of the complex, and he was covered in piles of chicken fingers, chips, candy, and, of course, the most popular thing sold at, at baseball games for kids, meth. Wait a second, how'd that get there? He admitted to the burglary and car theft and was taken to jail. Records show he now faces burglary and criminal trespassing, drug and theft charges. He sits on a $32,000 bond. Jim Carrey, hopeful look, you're telling me there's a chance. Now, Boy, oh boy, if I, I, I've got a cornucopia. That's right, I said it. Ooh, a historic pair of boots. What's that? Yeah, those aren't that great looking. Men's walker boot, black, bourbon brown. No thanks, don't need either of those. Come out with some cool exotics, and maybe I'll look you up. All right, we have to travel to one of our favorite places to end the show today. Everyone from Florida is stupid. Everyone from Florida is dumb. I might not be the brightest guy, but next to them my IQ's high. If they had guitars, here's how they'd strum. Make no mistake, Florida is the South's crash. We have a problem in Florida right now, buddy. We do, because uh, something happened there, and I would like to point out that this man does not work for ABC. Arnie beats children. No, he doesn't. Nope, a 70-year-old man was arrested in Clearwater, Florida after being accused of slamming a child to, a gr- to the ground at a Florida playground after yelling that kids were making too much noise. Now, see, ABC is all about Arnie beating children who are bullies. Now, not noisy kids. I hate noisy kids, too, but I'm not going to go around to, to playgrounds and choke slam them to the ground like I'm the undertaker. Um... There were several kids having fun at the playground about 6.30 at night, Saturday, when he stormed out of his apartment, annoyed at the noise. 
picked up a 10-year-old kid by the shirt and slammed the kid to the ground. He was arrested for doing so. See, see what Arnie, ABC, my company ABC, Arnie Beats Children. It sounds rough, but it's not. See, it's for all those parents out there. Those parents like the letter writer we had earlier today, Darren, who will never teach their children to stand up to bullies because violence is never the answer in their world. And I look, okay, good. Good for you. There you go. That, that, that's what you get from me is a real quick clap for that. But see, the only way to deter a bully is to whoop the bully's ass. So if you don't want to have your kid partake in the fisticuffs, that's when you call ABC. I show up, and for a nominal fee, as long as the kids are between the ages of 8 years old and 15 years old, because I am tougher than every 8 to 15-year-old in America, I will show up, and I will beat up the bully. I will not sucker punch the bully. I will go up to the bully and go, are you little Joseph or whatever the name is? Are you, have you been picking on little Sam over there? Yeah. Wham! Hit him right in the face a couple times. That kid never picks on your kid again. There you go. And your kid didn't have to get violent. You paid me for it. AEW just signed him to the company. Mount Rushmore Creepers, Jessica's dad, Brittany's dad, Grizzly Smith, ooh, Rob Kardashian for the internet affair he had on his first <laughs> Oh, that's good stuff right there. Yes, this guy does not work for ABC. I just want to get that out there. But but that 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 service is available anytime for a nominal fee, of course. And AEW just signed the old man to the company. That's pretty damn funny because they do sign everybody. Uh, all right. This next guy from Florida. Will you heat up the teacher that's bullying Caden? Oh, ab- well, how old is the teacher? Is the teacher older than 15? Because, see, once we get into adults, they, then the, the fee is going to have to be more. And then I can't promise I won't sucker punch somebody. You know, I, but, but we can talk. We can talk. We can talk money later. Uh, all right. Next guy from Florida, Lake City, Florida. Police responded to a port of a stolen car at the Chrysler Dodge Jeep dealership on Monday. Now, that's something. That is ballsy to steal a car right there from the dealership. Employees told officers that a man was trying to trade in his vehicle for a new one. But upon checking the VIN number, they found that the vehicle was stolen from the dealership's lot a few days earlier. Oh, no. Oh, no. See, see, th- this is somebody that watches the TV show Intervention. And what, 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 what like, crack addicts like to do is they'll stand outside like a, a, a Target or something. And they'll dig through the trash to look for receipts. And if people pay cash, they'll take the receipt and they'll go inside and they'll find that product, and they'll take it to refund it and go, here's my product, here's a receipt, and they get money that way. You can't do that with a car, you see. See, with a car, that's bad. If you return the car to the same lot you stole it from, they're going to know, and they're going to know really quickly. The man was arrested on charges including grand theft of a motor vehicle and criminal mischief. Can they also charge him for being a dumb fuck? I mean, how do you take the car back to the same dealership? 
Wow. That 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 right there. That that's that's amazingly dumb. All right, and our final story. Let, let, let's go back and play the music for this guy because he really deserves it. Everyone from Florida is stupid. Everyone from Florida is dumb. I might not be the brightest guy, but next to them my IQ's high. If they had guitars, here's how they'd strum. Make no mistake, Florida is the South's crash can. We have a problem in Florida right now, buddy. Yeah, it's because of Richard Wolf, 57-year-old from Crystal River, Florida. Brady Kidd says, did he think he'd give him the 60K back? Oh, I imagine he was just going for like a couple grand. But now we got Richard Wolf. Um, according to a report by the County Chronicle and a bystander who recorded the odd encounter, which we, oh, do we have video of this? Please say we have video of this. Please make my day. Please. Oh, we do. Oh, God. Oh, this is going to be so good. Let me get back to the story before I get back to this video that I guess if you have Facebook, you can maybe see it. I'm not sure. But if not, I'll have to describe. Let Let me watch the video. Let me make sure this video is gold. All right, police. Guy's in his SUV. He outside, he's outside of his SUV. What the fuck is he doing? Good Lord, it is pouring rain in Florida. Oh, there he goes. Dear God in heaven, this guy is going to get arrested in a big, bad way. All right, let me read you the story now because the story is so great. <laughs> um, Richard Wolf. Got out of his SUV. By the way, when they pulled him over, he was in the middle lane. So he stopped and he got out in the pouring rain, put his hands on the wet ground, and started twerking for the Citrus County Sheriff's Deputy. (laughs) He then said, what are you scared of, he told the police. I got knives, you've got a gun. Wolf later took out a knife and th- whoa, and threw it into the grass. After several attempts from the deputy to get Wolf to listen to stop, the officer resorted to tasing him as he walked away. The dance, the tase, the arrest all caught on this video. Well, we have to. I have to go back to the video now. I want to see. I want to see this motherfucker go down. All right, here we go. Here's the twerking. Nope. Okay. I'll fast forward a bit. There he is. He's twerking again. He's dancing. This bystander's just looking. He's he's got his hands on the ground. He's sticking his ass up, twerking at the police in the center lane. Now he's yelling. This is where he yells, I got knives, you got a gun. Oh, come on. Oh, he's back on the ground. Oh, he's up. Now the police are back at him. He's like, oh, no, oh, there's the taser. Oh, yeah. Taser got him. Zap you, motherfucker. Well, I can't I can't want to touch a damn guy who got tased in the pouring rain. Isn't that going to electrocute him? They finally got him. A couple cops got him cuffed and stuffed. What a dipshit. Man, they're taking forever to cuff him. I guess he's not complying. 
Let's beat him to death. Somebody stand on his neck. Oh, that is glorious. That some bitch got tased. Oh, that's something I, I never get tired of seeing people just get taken down by the taser. Oh, that's fantastic. And only in Florida. Only in Florida. Oh, I got one more story for you. We'll, we'll, we'll go to the world's Florida. This is why you don't ever go to Australia. Because Australia is the larger version of Florida. A crocodile that was about 12 and a half feet long drug a father out of his tent before grandma jumped on the, the, the crocodile's head to save the boy. Oh, and there's footage of it too. Oh, dear God. Oh, my God. Here we go. We got footage of it. Oh, boy. Hold on. There you go. Don't give the cops guff, and you won't wear a handcuff. There we go. Oh, we got video. Oh, God, I got to watch this video. Come on. Come on. I'm, I'm hitting it. Play. Oh, crockies. This looks like an ad for JTV. That's Jewelry TV, where you can buy all your crappy jewelry at 70% off because it's not worth a shit anyway. I guess I blew my chance of ever getting a job at JTV. Here we go. Oh, hell. Oh, Big old crocodile right there. Oh hell. Oh hell. I wouldn't be that close to it, you some bitch. Is it dead? Oh I think he's dead. I think grandma smashed him in the fucking noggin. Well is there video there's no video of the of the thing doing the Racha move? They just got video of the dead crocodile. There's three guys, you got the chopper driver, uh you've got the shooter, uh, the guy that hangs out the window and shoots okay. these. All right. I'll just put her head up and some so, okay, so, all right, this video is just of the dead crocodile. So it was 4, four o'clock in the morning when Andrew Keffer, Kerr, was dragged from his tent by a 12-foot crocodile by the leg. Um, it, his 61-year-old grandmother, Alicia Soran, busted out of the tent and jumped on the head to save him. Mrs. Soran was in turn saved by her son, Jason, who killed the beast with four shots to the head. You're going to take a shot at that thing with your mama on there? I figure I'd give the gun to Granny. Granny's on the head of that thing. She can get a closer shot than you can. They killed the shit out of that crocodile. Now, do they get to keep it? Because I, I know in Florida it's illegal, and you got to have hunting tags in Louisiana. But if you're in Australia and you kill a crocodile, do you get to keep it? Because there's a bunch of boots in there. There's I can make a belt out of that tail for me, and it would still fit, barely. And then I cut the head off and stuff it and make that my entrance piece. They'd never make it on that croc show. One shot. Yeah, exactly. Oh, yeah. Oh, shit. No. Swamp people? No, of course they couldn't. Well, I guess the dad that shot him is like a big-time rugby player. Well, shit, he should have just rugby that damn thing to death. There you go. Fucking crocodiles attacking tents. This is why you don't go camping. Mm-hmm. See, you can think that you're all 
You're all safe. You're all good. Mm-mm. Nope, you ain't. You ain't good at all. Mm-mm. Because that, that crocodile will come in there, and it'll be like, oh, wow, look at that. I can smell your feet. That means uh, it's time for me to do the old. <laughs> Shit, Edna wouldn't be close to that crocodile. Edna would be on the other side of the world by the time that crocodile came and yanked me out of the damn tent. I have no delusions that my grandmother would try to save me. Uh, all right, that's going to do it for the big show today. Tomorrow is, of course, Pump Day, Pump Day, Pump Day. And we will be back then. Until then, please remember that every room you walk in is better. Why? Because you are in there. So until tomorrow, y'all have a fantastic day and adios, everybody. said goodbye I didn't have that far to go But I made a wrong turn somewhere in the night Down a long and lonely road To honky-tonkville The future's always bright In the glow of neon lights Living high on Barstool Hill In Honky Tonkville There's friendly faces Everywhere I turn Dropping quarters in the slot Lord knows that we've all got memories to burn And that's why that jukebox plays around the clock In Honky Tonkville, I'm ideal Home away from home sweet home Where the future's always bright And the glow of neon lights Living high on Barstool Hill In Honky Tonkville Living high on Barstool Hill In Honky Tonkville It's over. He's finished. Law enforcement is outside waiting to arrest him.